best Rubik impression. This is WT for Gamers Galaxy. We're going to take a look back into 2023 with Immutable X. So this is kind of episode 23, but like crypto, we're going to bridge it over like a crypto bridge into season two, <laughs> episode one. Rubik, how you doing, brother? Uh, very good, mate. Very good. I am at the physio right now, according to my calendar at work. So if, if any of my bosses are listening, I really have a sore shoulder. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. I believe it. I believe it. I'm looking at it right now. It does. It looks very sore. You need to be at the, you said physio? Is that what you called it? Yeah, physio. Oh, okay. Physiotherapist. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Just... Yeah. So we're, uh, we have Wandering Gale with us. He's in my bottom right-hand corner. And uh, we also have a guest watching us, listening in at our uh, in our little Gamer Galaxies Discord. That's kind of cool. We're going to take a look back at 2023, the... Crazy, crazy year for Immutable X. All the announcements, and we're going to go month by month and just kind of summarize what happened. And uh, what's going on, Wandering Gale? How you doing? What's happening, guys? Glad, happy to be here. Bit sick, bit under the weather, but I'll par through. Bit of, you know, physio, person at physio, bung shoulders, COVID probably, or maybe flu, man flu. What are you are you feeling good, WT, health wise? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm gonna send you guys uh, my my recipe on how to stay uh, as immune as possible, and when you get sick, how to get back on your feet as as fast as possible after this. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get this rolling as we got a lot to get through, and we have a history of being long, so we gotta chop chop get to it. <laughs> <laughs> We're jump right into January of 2023. Five games that were announced by Immutable. Uh, I, I had to like scratch my head because like. There's been so many games that have come out. Like, I'm starting to get lost in all the games, and I, I couldn't remember some of these, so I had to go back and look. Uh, we had Resurgence, Eridina Warrior, Titan Colony, Star Heroes, and the one that we just recently interviewed, uh, One Tap by Corby World. Uh, that's what came out in January for games. Uh, we also learned mm. that... Uh, oh, did you want to comment on anything about those, Rubik? Um... Yeah, there's a couple of those games like Tiny Colony's gone under financially. Star Heroes are the the makers of Star Heroes made Game Swift. They were announced on ten different chains, and then I think they're going to be directly on their own chain, Game Swift, obviously. So doing that typical announce chain for the for the for the for the you know the numbers. Um, they did do a mint somewhere, I believe, but they're not, no longer building on Immutable, I don't think. And Aridina Warriors also. Yeah, Kind of to rail back its, its you know its development and so we're going to see a lot of this throughout the you know out the episode a number mm -hmm. of announcements where games failed mm -hmm. but you know when, when you've got 250 or 300 like five, six or seven games that didn't end up building isn't a big deal but it might look bad you know just want to warn people that you know there are some that have gone under didn't survive 2023 yeah, I've already mentally prepared myself for seeing games go by the wayside. Uh, the the strategy of uh, Immutable is to get as many shots as possible to hit that premier game to get their foot in the door into the masses. So I'm okay with it. I expect it, and I'm dialed in for it. Uh, the one game I did remember, Aradina Warrior, I had high, high hopes in that game. I was involved with it somewhat. I had some assets, and they just ran out of money. They flat out ran out of money. I don't know if they just didn't manage it well or what. They are trying 
to get new money. They literally went to their community and was very, very transparent about what had happened. And I believe they got some fundraising going. I haven't checked back in a while. I'll have to check again, see, but they're, they're not dead, but they, they ran into some issues. So it's going to happen. Any need. They didn't need 300k. They could do a mint, you know, just promise the world and do a mint and make 500 easy. So <laughs> I'm, bit, I'm not sure why they, they went the route they did, but they did. Um, I think because they're honest. They don't want to dilute the, any more value that they made from their community. They're trying to get people to believe, who believe in them to invest. So, yeah, anyway, let's uh, yeah see what happens with them in the end. Yeah, one of the big uh, announcements in uh, January of 2023, we learned that the funded games in 2022 between Polygon and Immutable, they split roughly 35% apiece for a total combined between the two of them, 70% of the market share of games. That was some very big numbers. Uh, any thoughts on that, Rubik? Um, the 70% of games isn't the total number of games. It's the total number of VC funding that went to games. 70% of the funding was building on Correct. The games that were funded were building on a middle. Just make that clear. Some people in Twitter recently have thought that might be a bit of a, um, you know, a scam comment, a Trevor Milton comment, if you remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, these people don't, these Ronan people don't seem to understand, you know, actual, the, the language of English and how it works. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of, I, I can see why they're saying that, but at the same time, if you don't have VC funding, you don't have a game. So by having the VC funding, you kind of technically have the game so to speak. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's just trying to make, uh, get a play on words just to take some shots at a, at a competitor, but that's just my thoughts. <clears throat> uh, also they had uh, the GameStop marketplace went live. I have some mixed feelings on that. I, I don't, I'm sure wondering, Gail could probably fill us in on this, but uh, I, I'm like, what happened here? Like there was a huge announcement, all this like hoopla about it. And then like, I really haven't heard much sense besides Rubik saying yeah. he thought some big things were coming. It's been very quiet. Uh, no, it's it's sort of been like um, zero, zero uh, uh, talking done about it at all. Like I have mixed feelings about it too. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm thinking whenever player comes, that it'll bring more volume to the marketplace. Hopefully, in that sort of a sense, but. Yeah, well, people are just sort of waiting for on the uh, GameStop marketplace side of things, you know, waiting to see what happens because the GameStop NFT Twitter account, they haven't posted anything in months. So right, it's uh, that's one of my dis disappointing things, but we'll see, see how it goes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, mm. Rubik, anything. Um, I, I think GameStop, when they announced Immutable, it was exciting. But then when they went Loopring as well, where because of the, you know, the on-chain capability, the more flexibility to write contracts, it really the community they built, the GameStop community built into Loopring more than what, from from an Immutable perspective, it wasn't as big a windfall as it could have been. Because but if it was ZK EVM, what was announced, they wouldn't have needed to go with Loopring as well. They would have just chose one or the other. I think they chose GameStop uh, Immutable because of the the you know they got thirty six million dollars in tokens they dumped instantly, and then they right. went to Loopring, and because of the contract capability, um, and so that's kind of for me who's more Immutable focused, it was you know where the biggest disappointment was with that. Um, and now that they're in a bit of a silent mode, they've you know obviously they've got a their decisions are other decisions, you know, what uh, they decide is where, where they're going to make money is where they're going to make money. And they don't think it's going to be in their marketplace. So, 
You don't Immutable doesn't think there's going to be money made there in the no, GME? No, no, no. GameStop doesn't think oh. there's money to be made there, obviously, because they're not investing in it. So. Well, I'm hoping, I, I, I can't, I'm, this is just me hoping, but I'm hoping GameStop is appreciative of the tokens that they got. They dumped them. It caused a little bit of controversy for Mutable. So hopefully they don't forget and they pay Mutable back in some way or form down the road with something. That's that's my hope that those favors pay off later down the road. But well, can, I, can I give a bit of a speculation on yeah, it? Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. So I was thinking... Like the foundations built for it, like they've they, they've laid off a lot of workers. So is OpenSea and all them, those other places that do marketplaces. So they're working on player now. I'm thinking that maybe the marketplace is just sitting there waiting for the player to be announced to to open up, and then when people are buying the the NFTs that are with for the games that are on player well, would that be hooked up with the GameStop marketplace in a sense um that's my where my, my lines of thinking is but you also could be right and they might be giving up on it who knows you know tough to say tough to say uh yeah also in January uh this one was a little controversial as well uh Gilded Guardians esports heroes was announced um they failed to sell out and they didn't just fail to sell out. They failed to sell out by quite a bit. I think they were aiming for 10,000-ish NFTs to be sold. And I, I want to say like 1,700-ish sold, maybe 2,000. They fell short of the mark by quite a bit and uh, kind of ruffled up the community in the meantime. But that spawned some new things of new directions for GOG. Uh, Rubik, you know a little bit about this. Uh, you, you have any comments to add to that? Um, yeah, it was it was obvious what was going to happen. The community was telling a certain individual that they're doing it wrong, like in droves and droves of people <laughs> were saying the same thing over and over again. And the belligerence and I know better attitude of that person um, went through without uh, any compromise before the mint. And then it, it did exactly what everyone thought was going to happen. It was supposed to be this massive big esports first kind of thing like eight different esports and these are massive esports organizations not the tier twos like proper mm -hmm. tier triple a tier one the best esports orgs in the world in team liquid nrg you know all the big names you've ever heard of uh, 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 navi it's, these are huge and and they were, should have sold out easy if they just went and marketed it with a more i think you just thought you know this is going to sell out because of the esports next to it but you yeah. know, there was so much, so much negativity going into it. That's just, everyone was scared to buy it because they just saw how much negativity was coming. Yeah. Completely bolts that up. Totally agree. It was a train wreck that everyone's seen coming. Uh, I will, I will give them a little bit of, uh, uh, of reprieve. They set this up back in, I want to say late 2021 or 22. And so they were contractually obligated to go through with it. I believe they held off for as long as they could, but they had to go through with it. Uh, my ultimate problem was they knew it was coming. They did not brace the community community for it at all. And they just rammed it through and said, we're doing this and sorry. And there, there was no bracing it for impact. And that was my problem with it. So I give them a little leeway because they set up the contract. They, didn't, they, they, they don't have a crystal ball. They don't know what's going to happen. But once they knew the sentiment, they should have done some things to – Soften the blow and they didn't. And uh, yeah, we, we called it right. Well, they didn't show up. 
Well, they offered the free one if you buy one sort of thing you know, to try and piece it. That actually made things worse. Yeah. It just made everyone that spent the money early up meant that they only, it was only worth half as much as that. And that's, um, that's like know, and that's like taking a Dixie cup of water and throwing it at a giant uh, a stage five fire. Sorry. <laughs> all, all, all they needed to do is make a whitelist cheaper price for holders of NFTs right now and say, if you hold both, you will get double staking rewards in the staking portfolio. Right. That's it. You're not deluding it. They just went, no, these are better than ones that people spent tens of thousands of dollars on before it. And mm -hmm. you're going to get all this special stuff. And everyone just thought they were deluded. And it was. So, um, and, and the attitude was, we don't care. We're going we're gonna to sell that anyway because it's esports are great. And they and it failed miserably. And yeah. that person paid the price. And they longer well, the mutable. As they say, out of the ashes, things are reborn. And I think we're going on the right path of GOG. So while it was painful, we're moving in the right direction now. So... To wrap up January, uh, Alluvium Zero was launched. I don't know a ton about this launch with Alluvium Zero, but I know the po the popularity and the scale of the game Alluvium, the player base, the NFTs involved, and actually how pretty nice the game is because I did get to play it. Um, yeah, you got any information on this uh, Alluvium Zero that was launched back in January? Oh, I didn't play it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Spoiler alert, I don't play every single game that comes out of Mutable. There's too many. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, just, it's just a big one. You know, it was like the, the land sale being, if you've got land, you can use it, which is, you know, utility for the landholders and maintain the value. I think the cheapest land is $600, mate. So, yeah. um, there's 20, and there's 20,000 of them, you know, but no game is I saw on one. I saw one was listed for like $1,700. I was like, Jesus. Right. Oh, yeah, the key is there's, there's ones that are just 10, I think, or five or something, and there's like they're worth like a thousand dollars. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to February, mm -hmm. um, it was a smaller month, and actually, the four games that were announced are, are kind of bump bombs. Um, Chain Monsters died, Titans of War saying they're still building, but they've been radio silence. Um, you know, third party might be building their game, they had a playable demo, they had a free mint, and then they just went, you know, fell victim to the, 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 the what's it called? The, um, the the bear market we had right and kingdom verse is still building they they're a multi-chain um they announced uh, oasis and immutable on top of bnb &B, and that, that was february and that i haven't heard a thing since so not sure if they're building on immutable still um you know it's been nine ten months ten eleven months since they've announced that but the big one uh, does anyone have any comments on those games or um, titans of war no? looked very appealing to me uh i can't remember the rest of the game so I'm, I'm just listening to you trying to catch up to be honest with the titans of war caught my eye and yeah it's just uh more attrition in the uh, ongoing games uh and then the whole entire web 3 verse yeah, so yeah I haven't been, sorry go go yeah i haven't been able to look at them either but i did titans of war as well i think that one's the one that stood out to me the most as well but there's been so many games it's hard to it's hard to keep up you know yeah, yeah. Rooneyverse was another, it's a big studio with hundreds of devs that build Web 2 games and um, they sunsetted their web, this Rooneyverse for Through the Bear and have recently come out and said, like Aradania Warrior, we're looking for funding, crowdfunding, um, but they had a really cool like uh, two minute um, trailer for what they're building. So they would, did have people building that is sunset all the marketing stuff, they had the best people doing Twitter, that was so cool. They were the funniest guys on Twitter. They were like, kind of like Coop from AVAX, you know, that kind of style. Mm -hmm. And um, and and so they've come back and said they're building again. But they're, but yeah, it's their trailer looks awesome. Their game is like a, like a little world. 
Um, there's all these plans to build stuff and, and battle royale. And so you'll be interested to see if it does come through and continue to get built. But um, if it does, it looks like it could, in it, what they've said the building, it looks pretty cool game. Um, and they're uh, actually, they found out that they're actually um, not just signed up to build on Immutable, they're, they're partners with Immutable, like financially. So they've taken a, um, an actual investment from Immutable. So they're definitely um, on, on Immutable if they continue to build. Nice. Um, Passport, the big one of the year, this is the biggest piece of news to me. Um, you know, this is the biggest problem in gaming um, on, on blockchain is the sheer friction involved. And the announcement of Passport on the 1st of Feb um, was huge. Uh, what did you think about it, WT? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of, I don't want to call it the crown jewel. I want to say it's one of the three to four crown jewels in their in their product suite and yeah we, we obviously need less friction to onboard the masses it works i've tried it you've tried it it's very quick it's very sleek and we're hearing rumblings about things coming along with it down the road that really piqued my interest there's no for sure written language of what that is but you know we've talked about it on our other shows about profiles that can be used to verify if people are real or not or if they're bots or not and possibly some yep. other uh, interoperability throughout the IMX ecosystem through that passport. So those kind of things really excite me. And it's it's a huge, huge piece to the puzzle of Immutable. Yeah. the What people think, well, there's other, there's other non-custodial wallets, which means that the user is in control of their funds. And it's not like a sex where that you, you buy it and the actual, you don't, not your keys, not your crypto, you own the keys. That's what non-custodial means. Custodial means that the, the actual center, the organization holds your stuff for right. you. Um, and so that wasn't just the big deal about it. It was the fact that it was integrated with everything. So you one password, one login for marketplaces, all tools building on Immutable, you log in. And since it's gone live, just actually, and throughout the year, we, we've heard more and more things about it to just, inc which we'd be here all day talking about passports. So we'll move on quickly. But ultimately the gas-free is tied to it now. The interconnectedness of it, the Steam-like player profile and achievements is coming on it. Um, and you can see right now, you can connect wallets to it. So there's read-only wallets. You can have stuff in, stored in your secure hot, cold wallet and attach it to your passport. So it's safe. Someone hacks your passport, they can't get a hold of that. And it's just, so if you need that NFT to play in a game and it's only needed for read-only, you can hold it in your cold wallet. So there's so many cool features coming with it. It's exciting. Since Wagme's gone live with it, it's it solved so many problems for them. Even though they had a social login before, it was a nightmare for them. And now with Passport, it's solved everything. Their, their marketplace has gone from $100,000 in sales for 1,500 beta testers to 600,000 in a week. And they've just got 1,500 beta testers. So it's, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be huge for Immutable 2024. We'll talk about predictions in the future. <laughs> nice. Uh, moving on, moving on. Um, official Unity partnership with it. So Unity at SDK, which means that inside a Unity game, the they, there'll be tools built from Immutable that games can just latch onto to to do certain wallet actions, to do certain blockchain interactions within the in within Unity. So gamers what normally have to go out of the game to do transactions and do certain things will be able to be done in in game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think you nailed that, that one. <laughs> no, I agree no? with that. Okay. You nailed that one. That was good. Good stuff, man. You're on your game tonight. 
<laughs> layer swap went live. That's a, you know, the, it takes 48 hours to get you to, to bridge to layer one for, for F, uh, for immutables bridge. Mm -hmm. um, layer swap, you can send it to other sexes directly, bypassing layer one and gas fees, or you can send it to layer one. Um, you, you, there's like 30 different transactions you can do, and it's cheap as gas free for most of it. Um, so it's, and it's instantaneously. So that was a really big change for immutable. Yeah. Huge feature. Um, uh, I tried it when it first, when I was first able to, it worked and I was like, sweet, this is going to solve a lot of things. And then like, I'm just, I'm not moving a lot on or off of immutable. Occasionally I'll throw some on there if I want to make some extra moves, but I'm kind of staying in the ecosystem. So I haven't had to use it that much. Have you used it anytime recently? No, I didn't use it. I, yeah. I only put onto immutable. <laughs> right. So, um, if I, I've, and you, it's got KYC on it, so right. don't bother. Mm -hmm. um, and so moving on, uh, that's not a DEX though. Before we move on, it's it's still not a DEX. It's not a, we can't swap GOG to Gazard chain tokens, which everyone's asks for all the time. So right. um, you know, we're still missing that, which is coming with ZKVM in the future. Um, but moving on, the, another big one, was, in, uh, which I think is the, the failed sale of the eSports um, is when there was big changes brought in from the big, I'd say, Robbie level, and um, they brought in um, uh, Chris Clay to do some some research, review, and make a decision. So they got rid of Stepico, brought on Mindloader, and changed the game direction. And I'll let you speak about it a bit more, JWT, because you're a massive GOG. You're the GOG expert. Uh, yeah, when uh, <laughs> it was funny, like, I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny now. We, we've seen a lot of things leading up to this, and I kind of think that the the esports sale was the final straw before the esports sale. I think Chris was lurking around and I noticed it and I said, why is he around? And they were like, Oh, he's just here to help out. And like, I told people uh, privately, <laughs> that's a red flag. Cause in the corporate world, you tell me that. Yeah. In the corporate world, if you bring around a boss and there's already a boss there, that means that the original boss isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing otherwise that other boss wouldn't be here because he had his hands all over gods and chained and who else who knows what else he was doing so yeah the writing was on the wall and that last sale uh they put so much into that last sale to promote it and it flopped and uh not too long after that uh someone got moved to accounting or economic no economics and i was like yeah. okay that's weird and then a month or two later he was gone so yeah yeah there's really not much to say that except uh you know the curtains match the drapes in that one. <laughs> yeah, they went with Mine Loader. Mine Loader, uh, I, I can't say enough good things about them. I was skeptical that they could get out what they got out, and they did. Uh, Chris talked them up that they were pros and that they were uh, far beyond the previous company, Stepico. I don't know how to, you know, calculate all that. What What is real and what is, you know garbage so to speak but they got well, the job done they got the job done well, you know in stepico's defense they were handed old old code and from my understanding you can't change old code to it was, it was make their, it into their own code it was their own code yeah but i mean the game was completely different too i mean they yeah they, yeah, they totally yeah. shifted everything so they got to start from the ground up i don't know if that's an advantage or not but whatever the case mine loader has been doing the job and i can't wait for the uh for the uh public alpha test or private alpha test, whatever's coming here soon for us to get our hands on it and play it some more. Yeah. Well, I was very skeptical that, 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 that they'd have it out by the end of this year or 2023. And 
they did delay the game in in obviously we knew it was coming because it was a, it was the right decision because they could have got a game out but it wouldn't have been a proper game so kind of like people that said it wouldn't be out in eight months were kind of right weren't they oh yeah you know, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good enough <laughs> game but what they that doesn't take away from how much they achieved mind load up they're unbelievable how fast they can code and the quality that they can code it that quick I've, i haven't seen a bug in the game i haven't not come across a bug not one yeah well that's so, good unbelievable that's good. anyway moving on to march um Eight games were announced, and there's only one dad game out of the list here. Um, so Robo World doesn't look like they're building anymore. Um, lots of their socials and stuff inactive and all that kind of stuff. Um, their website down. Maybe they come back. Now the ball's back. Toll and Worlds um, is building still. Metalcore, Sharbound, Infinite Victory. That was the three big announced at GDC. Um, they're published by Immutable, um, pretty much owned by Immutable now. Um, and they're huge games that are, that are you know, the AAA titles. Um, Block League Games was migrating from Flow, which did make an appearance on the Passport release, um, but disappeared again after a bug I found. Um, it'll be back soon, so it'll be another game on the Passport to be able to play. Crystal and Evermoon were, I discovered, personally, they never announced it in this month. I discovered them in this month and started doing some some work for them. And was Which one was that, Evermoon? No crystal. Okay. It was it was a it's a TCG style tactics game, similar to Sharbound, and um, but a bit less scale. Um, I bro it was one of the first ones that broke as without an announcement with, but I was really scared because and because you know I hadn't done that for a game on a permissionless chain. I didn't know if I was selling a, a scam or not, but they're obviously that wasn't the case. So I was really hesitant to do it. You know, since then I've been like, whatever, you know, if a game, I find out a game's building, I, I send it. So, right. Um, it's your responsibility to look after your funds, not my, not mine Do your own research sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but Avermin was also announced just before, um, the, um, the GDC and it's turned out to be a bit of a sleeper. Anyway, what did you have something to add Gail there or? Yeah, I was just asking a quick question. Is uh, see Everman? Are you only able to download that on the Play Store? Is that opened up to Apple or anything? Because I've been accepted to be like a tester, and I, and I can't yeah. figure out how to get it downloaded. Yeah, I think you need to go to Discord and work it out. Credit ticket. Um, I had to do the same, mate. It's not easy. Yeah. You need to get given okay. passcode and stuff. So, but yeah, it's a fun game. I played it, but it wasn't with 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 versus real people. It's just like bots at the moment. So I got a bit bored. So I didn't I only played two games, but it's good. Like it's a good little. It's a little uh, mobile legends clone. Um, so this is when we started to get some serious numbers in Immutable signing each month, from you know from four or five to eight this month. Huge games um, as well. Anything else on the games, boys? We uh, yeah, star-studded lineup this month: uh, Metalcore, Shardbound, Infinite Victory, uh, Evermoon. I those those four titles right there. They've got some significant weight to them, especially those first three: Metalcore, Shardbound, and Infinite Victory. We've talked about them. Not so much Metalcore, but Shardbound and Infinite Victory in our uh, past podcasts. Block Elite Games aren't they tied somehow, some way to uh, Hollywood? Brothers. Yes, thank you. Warner Brothers. That's what I thought. Yes, so that's another big title. They were featured on that that nice little passport video, so something's got to be going on there. Uh, this is a, a heavy month for some quality products coming to the Immutable platform. Yeah. Also, and... Tolan Worlds, I know they are uh, they're partnered with Alexa, right? So yeah. I've seen in, a, in an article that they are going to be a confirmed game for 
GameStop player. They're one of the only ones. So, but uh, you can you can't tell that I'm a big GameStop guy. So, if I see any GameStop uh, stuff going on, I'm I'm gonna butt in and, <laughs> and no, mention no. it. No, go ahead, man. That's why that's why you're here. You're the expert on that stuff compared to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah Tolan Words are they're they're they've uh, they've came out and said that they will be on the GameStop player in a, in a news article mm. with their well, partnership with Alexa. Yeah, I think I saw that they're exclusive to Elixir. They signed an exclusive deal, didn't they? Which which is yeah. part of the player. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, moving on, uh, Undead Blocks went live. So there's a heap of tournaments um, for cash sponsored by certain products back then. Was that right? Was it? Was that the? No, this was the, um, the the live of the Undead coin, wasn't it? You tell us about Undead Blocks. What what happened in March, mate? Yeah. WT, uh, you know boy, it. this is a. Uh... I was heavily involved in this game. I, I don't yeah. know what happened. Something happened. What happened exactly? I have my thoughts. I'm not going to say anything until I have like confirmation. I want to have these guys on. I'm going to reach out to them on these days. I, I would like to have them on and see if they want to tell what's going on. Uh, we like to be real here on this podcast, so I'm going to be pretty frank about this. They're not happy with Immutable. And this is probably one of, what, like 15 that has said that they're not happy with Immutable. You can't please them all. Um, this is very shocking to me because I had such high hopes on this game. It was actually a real deal play a game. They had some really good modes. Um, one of my favorites was weapon roulette in the tournaments. I absolutely love that mode, love that mode, the, the ability to stream that mode and have fun with it and participate in the tournaments. Like they had, they had something there and something happened. I, my, my speculation is possibly a rug but i don't I, I don't have enough evidence to support that um but they're they're not happy with immutable i hope immutable reaches out to them and they can work something out but then again maybe there's a reason why immutable is not reaching out to them maybe the we don't know but something happened that's what we do know well i think reyes is the custom success guy and he was no longer with immutable so maybe yeah but <sighs> They, um, they, but, they got they got a sponsorship from Immutable, don't forget. When they when they put out yeah. their skins for weapon skins, they got a sponsorship. So they were on Immutable's radar. Immutable just doesn't give sponsorships to everybody. And for them just to be like, yeah, we're not going to pick up the ball with you. There's a lot of smoke around this project. I, I don't, I don't know. know what. I don't, I, don't agree with, I don't agree with that, mate. They, they went, they've got one map. Yeah. the game. I played the game myself and I'm not a shooter fan. It was fun for about four games, five games, but I just went this is boring like it's just the same map over and over and over again no i agree same, with that the, i agree with that the same there's literally does you understand a game like i think these guys went the what is it play to debt play to earn is undead is their motto yeah and they thought that earning money was going to make them people earning money was going to make them billions of dollars yeah like they didn't they've no, made no, a no, shitty, no 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 i didn't say that they, no 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 let me let me finish okay i think they think that yeah, because that was their whole marketing. And where where is the game modes? Where is the secondary maps? Where is the game? It's purely based around earning from my perspective. The, sa the game, same game's been out for over a year and a half. A year? Maybe, maybe a year and a half? You could play this game before this date. This was the release of Undead, wasn't it? The tokens. And so it's just the same game over and over again people get bored and i think they thought that the earnings was going to make it worth and then the earnings what happened to that mate they had to shut the bridge and it didn't right and it didn't but, grow and now and now they're blaming immutable 
I'm not saying they're blaming immutable. I'm just saying that. So let me back up. You you, you threw a lot out there. I, I play <laughs> the game. They there was not a lot of money to be made. You had to play a lot. I played a lot, and I never got one of the gold Z bucks. Never. And I played a lot. Some people were a little bit more lucky than me. And Grant repeatedly said on many, many podcasts, this isn't a game about getting rich. This is a game about maybe maybe you make some pizza money here and there. Because they, they were very big about not being an extractor model because they had seen what Axie had done. So that was mm-hmm. repeatedly said over and over again. And when I played the game, they were serious. Like, I'm telling you, something happened that we don't know about. And I, I have a feeling somebody took the treasury. I'm just guessing. I don't have any evidence. And they ran out of money. And what I'm, mm. what I, I, I agree with what you said, though. What I want to make sure you understand is Immutable okay. sponsored them. Immutable just doesn't sponsor anybody for one of their NFT drops, right? They're very selective about yeah. that. So Immutable believed in them up to a point, and for them to not be talking about them or talking to them, I think maybe Immutable knows something. And that's why they're not talking to them, possibly. And I am completely speculating. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they realize that they haven't built any new features into the game for. They were supposed months. to. There's the sp- there was a warehouse that was supposed well. to be released in addition to mobile. <laughs> they they had been talking about it. They showed some pictures of it. They had a warehouse map and mobile. They were showing mobile. They they showed it playing live. It never came out. And it, it had. They went to Vietnam with their product. And ever since they went to Vietnam for production, that's when everything got weird. So yeah. that, that's all I know. Yeah, I saw them talking about multi-chain back in the back before this was released, anyway. You know, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, not everything's going to go smoothly, and I just think Immutable focuses on where the hit chances are. And yeah. Undead Luck for me was never going to be a hit. They were too slow to build quality the the game loop was fun for a little while but it was just got boring pretty quick it's the same map same thing same thing over and over again I different agree. weapons you didn't even, couldn't, couldn't even use a different skin so you know as in the character you play in so um you know like you were just you know there's only one that i could play when i first started playing it for six months anyway let's move on it's um you know we'll see what happens with under blocks yep. uh, i think there's a they're typical dgen crew the builders you know that so your your potential guesses of what happened you just mentioned may have been true. Mm-hmm. M- moving on, Alluvium Beyond, uh, the PFP collector game, uh, gamified gamified game released in March. That was fun. Um, I collect them still. Do you? Does anyone else collect them? No, I haven't played it. I wish I would. <laughs> There's so many games I got to catch up on. You're gonna have to teach me about this stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to add for that, brother. What about yeah, I have nothing to collect either. I haven't collected so you, anything. Yeah, I probably spent a hundred bucks and discs and stuff, maybe a bit more. Is that um, the one where you go around but, trying to find pieces? No, it's not. A, no, no, it's not a game. It's a co- gamified collectors PFP collection game. So you remember the 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 old sleeves that you get, you know, for cards and stuff. Yeah. You, and, and you make up certain sets, you know, you want to get the hollow of each one of those. You want to get the black background of one of these. You want to get the smiling, smiling version. So there's thousands of thousands of combos of these uh, PFPs that you can get with different facial looks and things like that. And then they've got all these sleeves that you can sleeve your NFTs into 
to get points and then the higher the points you are the the, the more you know higher on the ladder you are it's perfect gamification hmm. it's a perfect example of gamification and you go on the marketplace so I, what i do is i go on the marketplace and you just find some people that um are you know doing things like um in selling really good nfts for 20 cents and like bang i'll get that one and i don't actually bond any of them yet so you can there's also these extra things you can get that um like different five different slots to put like a nose on them a earring things like that and once you bond them they stay like that forever all mine are still raw i'm not bonding any of them so uh that'll be you should be able to, one thing they miss you should have been able to debond and send your nft back to the state it was in at any state and i don't if they do that then i'll bond them but i don't want to ruin them until then gotcha i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to pick your brain on this one so i get into this a little bit more it's a fun one yeah 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 it sounds um, interesting it, i might be interested in doing that too yeah um and oh we've just got a, a, a new guest join us mm -hmm. help me through the show mm -hmm. how you going to suze are you ready to talk yet mate oh that's the suze okay yeah anyway he might be not his mic's not working yet we'll move on um so um polygon zk evm partnership was announced huge at gd at gdc was it um this was i think the biggest thing was the the takeaway was that it was robbie learned his lesson on hyping things up and <laughs> it, it was taken very negatively by the community like big deal kind of whatever but it's you know since since the announcement we've seen the benefit it's been to be on it you know I, what's I, happened as a result of the partnership I, I'm laughing that you said that because I literally have my notes next to that on our on our, our uh, bullet point thing here. People were not thrilled about this at first. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> it was yeah, I remember that. yeah, I was a bit disappointed when I first <laughs> yeah. heard it as well. I was hoping, it sounded like it was going to be like a Steam integration. Go on, go. Yeah, but look how far it's come now and what it's led to, you know, so people probably should have been maybe more excited back then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't right, know either. Um, I just was like, oh, they're partnering up with Polygon. Okay. And then, like, I was watching the reaction and everybody was like, that's it? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, ultimately, most of the games they've won this year have been Polygon games. Like, 70% of them that have announced since this announcement were building on Polygon or partnered with Polygon um, in some form. And then they were deciding between Immutable and Polygon in the end or just Polygon. Um, so they've, that, they, for there, we've won as a chain, as a support of the chain, many games, like hundreds that were already building on Polygon. Then on top, so what everyone was thinking was like a, a, a consumer-based benefit, benefit, like a partnership with Steam, a massive game like Riot Games, like League of Legends or something like that kind of scale, building the next version on a, on a middle, some massive thing that the consumer directly benefited from. But what they don't realize, and I didn't realize at first, was this is end game technology for Immutable. They don't need to worry about any other technology. This is the technology needed to scale billions of players onto on the blockchain. And before that, 9,000 TPS or whatever you know TPS other chains have, which is all less than that. Even if you do sideways, you know, like there's nothing that could handle every single game in the world with billions of players on it. And that's what this well this is why it was so huge which we didn't most of us didn't see at the start yeah, yeah. anyway Good so stuff. moving on biggest announcement, probably probably the biggest announcement of the year that 
didn't get the credit it deserved. Yeah, I, th- I still think Passport was, was well, without ZKVM, you probably can't do Passport. But um, you can, obviously, because but it, not the same effect with the gas-free and the scalability. But that combined with Passport, to me, were, were, were huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a big game, Cross the Ages, launched as well in March, which is, was, um, you know, on the, on the Mutable X platform, not on the ZKVM, obviously. And it's gone to raging success. Um, it's a card game TCG with a bit of a different flavor. Um, it's got heaps of like, got heaps of plans for expanding to physicals and tournaments. Have had tournaments this year. It's got twenty thousand holders. It's get it's got a lot of Web two players. It's integrating Web two and Web three that can play together. You can and so they're slowly growing. The number one games uh, on the download on on Australian the game store for a while, as well as France and other countries, Japan. Um, so yeah, they've had a great year and a yes. great launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, on my yeah. phone now. Uh, I've been tinkering around with it. I'm not good at all. I have a lot of learning to do, but it's it's a game that I'm really trying to put some time and uh, eventually maybe some uh, resources into it because they, they are definitely making some headway in the space for sure for, on the mutable platform. Yeah, I downloaded it as well on my uh, my PC, but it seems like it's more for a mobile mobile uh, plat- layout. So yeah, I'm gonna look at it that way. It's on it's on mobile. Yeah, I have it on my PC, so it looks like a mobile phone. You know, it's a yeah. small screen on the PC. So yeah. uh, I'm gonna try and get it on my phone, and then I'm gonna get a fair rattle at it. You know. Yeah, there's a few immutable fans that love this game. Um, it's got a lot of fans that, and if you saw the Heroes Legacy tournament, there was like a crazy crowd of about 500 people there live at the stu- in France for the World Championship, and it was like they were going ballistic. It's like it could be a big one for the future. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm up next on uh, April. Not a whole lot of uh, announcements, but they did have seven games. Uh, Kydro, do I got that pronounced right? Kydro. Yeah. Hydro, Eon Rift, Dark Country, Freyful, Valtris, Undead's Metaverse, and Paw Wars. Um, Two that I looked at kind of briefly back then, which is forever now, was Eon Rift and Undead's Metaverse. I was kind of interested in those two. Don't know a whole lot about the other ones. Uh, You got any information on those, Rubik? Yeah, Kydro is huge, mate. So Gadget Bot, that are like the, one of the world's leading animation studios and, and storytellers and like just all about art. They're the design and art side of things. They've got a comic book that's got gets millions of viewers of their comic book. And they've got like like a worldwide phenomenon on like anime style comic book. So they've got this huge Web2 audience and they're, they're a bit of degens. Um, Robert and Peggy Chung are uh, builders of it. And so they do things like art for Apex Legends, uh, for all the Blizzards games. Like they're huge. They they also did Wagmi's new art that's about to come out. Um, So they're building a world, like an IP around the Kaidro, which is this uh, anime, you know, robots kind of style, planet interplanetary kind of game. It's an ARPG, top-down sort of view. It's really exciting. It's one of the best games under under the radar at the moment, building on Immutable. Really? Um, Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah, man. These are huge. I, I've tweeted that this is one of the biggest announcements of the year. I've got a bit worried because uh, although I love AVAX and they're my number two chain that I'll play games on, they've got a lot of good games there. Roberts, kind of like massive, a bit of an AVAX fan. So I thought, and then I saw Merit Circle do all these um, like um, like 
news articles and stuff on them. And then I, I kind of like went to, uh, to my contacts go, you can watch these guys there, you know, being <laughs> count, you know, there's lots of being courted by a lot of the competition, mate. And then the next thing you know, they're on between two layers being interviewed and committing to ZK EVM and talking about immutable and how great it's working with them. So nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a really big one, man. And Eon Rift is huge. Um, yeah, they're a similar story. They're a massive comic book web two guys. Yep. Um, they're building four or five mini games. Um, now Freyful's dead. They went back to web two. Um, they didn't mint out. They were minting on Immutable. They put a thing in uh, for twenty dollars an NFT, and then they put out a, a thing in their in their um, server saying, "Should we mint on layer one or Immutable?" And they did no marketing, and they and the survey came back on layer one, and the gas at the time of their uh, of their mint was twenty five dollars. And I said to him, what are you doing? You're minting, a, you're, you're doing a $20 mint on a gas where it's more than the token. Who's going to buy it, mate? Nobody. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I, they, I couldn't get through to them. I tried to show them how to do it on before they did it. They went ahead with it anyway. And they literally sold, I think, less than 10 NFTs on layer oh one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because, because the gas was, gas was higher than the value of the, of the, of the um, NFT. So then they, next thing I see the announcement, we're going back to web two, web three is not for us. Yeah. They clearly, they clearly don't know what they're doing over here on this side. So lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, mate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Valtrius has been bu uh, built by a one man band, like a little, uh, game, but he was doing a lot of tweeting about it, but not anymore. So wondering if he's still building that it's a little, uh, turn-based kind of auto battle, like, like, uh, Guild of Guardians is new model, but a little bit less, um, triple a um and paul was is there they pivoted they've got they're out now you can play that game on immutable they don't do any marketing that i see ever about their card game but they do all this like they've got all these different nft collections and so, the cards are on immutable but they do all this ordinal stuff as well and that's where they're focusing because bitcoin mm. money mate is where the money's at these yeah. days you know? so yeah it's hot right yeah. now it's hot yeah, yeah uh yeah. You forgot uh, what you're doing a fantastic job on the games, by the way. You're really carrying us here. But uh, Undead's uh, Undead's Metaverse, that one, it reminded me like an Undead version of uh, Board Apes with a PFP. But I'm always a fan of Undead, and it's a MMO, MMO RPG po post-apocalyptic world. Uh, I always like the Undead, so I was hyped when I seen this back then, and I kind of forgot about it because I get sidetracked by every. Thing out there do you have any uh, specific news on this one um they've, they've got a undead's rush game out that's on bnb right now like a little mini game and um I've, i'm wondering if they're still building an immutable i don't know we'll see um you know it's i, I don't really follow them um, okay. I, their news the news they're very d jenny style people that are building you know they've got sold a huge amount of nfts and something like $200 million worth of NFTs have sold, some crazy number like that. They're the second highest gaming NFT collection ever on layer one. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to follow. It's they, The latest thing is they're going to release in 2024, the new game. And I've got a bit of a hunch that it might be Web 2, their main game, and their Rush game will stay Web 3. I didn't. I don't know that. I need to come back to you on that. No, that's um, fine. We did, miss one other, we did miss one other game, Dark County, uh, Dark Country, sorry. Oh, it's a yes. TCG. It was building on um, Wax, and they announced that no mutable partnership. Mutable's not mentioned them ever. Um, that they're going to do a, a release on on Immutable. 
It's another one of those games that are probably not getting the playing numbers. And you know, look look at the big big boys immutable. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna release a collection here and on that chain, but no marketing, no effort, no benefits of what you get. No, I couldn't tell you what those cards are for. Anything, anything. And I tried to look at it. Right. It's like, do you? Unfortunately, man, we're not stupid on immutable, mate. Yeah. Right. If you're going to do a release on Immutable, show us why we should buy your NFTs. Right. If you want to make money out of dumb people, go and release on Ronin. Those <laughs> people will buy anything you release. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh. No, it's yeah, true. Really no, I know. No president. <laughs> Is it true? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Wondering? You're not wrong. What did he say? I didn't hear it. What did he say? I said you take new prisoners. <laughs> mate, it's true, mate. You can, you can. Oh no, release, I know, I know. You can release a polished turd on a Ronin, and you'll make sell it for a thousand dollars, mate. Because there's somebody on there who's like, well, look at this Ronin, it's so great. So that's not a negative thing, man. They built this community that they're, they're so one-eyed and faithful to their chain that that they have got more liquidity for polished turds than immutable. That's just the facts, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tonin actually just Tonin just actually um, uh, fused his Axie and he actually has a turd on its head, so you're not wrong. <laughs> nice. See, I told you I was right. Welcome to the show, Desus. Mm-hmm. Glad you could make it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Glad so, to be back. I, I know it's weird, but we got sidetracked in the Ronin. That never happens, right? But uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> In April, uh, probably the the one thing I I didn't even realize this. I knew I knew Immutable was at NFT NYC, but they they they're involved in a multi year sponsorship with them now. So that's that's pretty big in my opinion. They're, they're Mutable, man. You can't knock their marketing and their ability to get out there and get seen. And that's probably the biggest NFT conference that's going on right now. And they've got their brand all over there. So I, I like seeing that. You got any thoughts on that? The, the tickets yeah. actually for the for NFT NYC were done by Immutable. Yeah, on the platform. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Got to like seeing that, man. Yeah, didn't know that. Um, I've got some things to say on NFT NYC. It was a huge disappointment. From it was like during the bear market, there was it was down on numbers on everything from the year before. If you look at the attendance history, it was on an exponential growth, and then that year it dipped right down to less than the year before by a fair bit. And if you look at the NYC, see, NFT NYC 2024, you look at all the current sponsors, you do not see Immutable listed anywhere. So a multi-year sponsorship, I don't, I don't know if that's continuing this year because it was supposed to be for two years, both London and New York City, and it doesn't look like it's this year. But I might be wrong. I might be missing uh, something somewhere. Well, that's disappointing. I didn't see that. Yeah. Did you? Anyone else have any insight into that? Am I right or wrong? Uh, anyway, let's keep uh, on it. I, I did notice that as well. Um, I mean, I did. I I went to the. I actually had a booth at NFT LA as well, and I mean the the attendance numbers for that were just terrible. There was mm-hmm. honestly no one. I mean, it was the middle of the bear market, and it was. I mean, it was terrible timing and everything like that. But um, yeah, it was. I mean, I it might have to do with that and, and having so much of the team being in Australia and everything like that. But um, I, I, did, I did notice that I, I didn't see uh, Immutable on there for the, the major sponsor stuff. This is the first time I saw that, you know, you all think I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist that has this, you know, sees things that it's not real. But this is, 
I remember there's a guy I cannot stand. Can you believe that I don't like someone on Twitter? Twitter? <laughs> anyway, his name is uh, Ready Player Someone, you know, and he's an absolute idiot. And um, he run, he's no longer part of that clan. He come from AWS. He's like a young 22-year-old. And he wrote a post about, like, it was deliberately attacking NYC, NFT. And it was like, before it came out, he was saying, this year is going to be a major fail. And he's been an anti-immutable guy on Twitter before a lot. And as soon as it was announced, it was a couple of days later, he said, is there anyone else feeling that the NFT NYC is going to be a mega fail this year? And then you know what happened? The, he's got a bit of influence. There's lots of comments from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hive mind started. And I think it had that played a small part in in the downfall of that event, you know? Hmm. So Interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, moving along, we've got Kiraverse open beta launch. Uh, I, I've, this game's growing more and more on me lately. Uh, I knew about it a while ago, but lately I've been seeing more of the uh, videos of, of the game itself. It's a free-to-play multiplayer game that allows users to compete and earn digital assets in a competitive game mode. Pretty much a third-person shooter. Uh, kind of Fortnite-y, not exactly, but uh, yeah, this is one that I've got my eyeball on. Uh, anybody want to add to that at all? Yeah, they were uh, they were a, a big uh, GameStop NFT um, project as well. Um, they yeah. they they have a pretty good team there. Um, they have a great product. I've, I've played it quite a bit. Um, I think they they have a free mint that's coming up as well that they're doing, um, and. They have um, a portion of their project that is called Pixel to Poly, which is basically taking your 2D NFTs and assets like that and transforming them into 3D assets so that you can play them in game. So they're they're partnering with a lot of big, um, you know, PFP collection type um, projects and and bringing a lot of those. Uh, PFPs to actual 3D assets to be playable in game, and um, they also are working on a um, like a wagering system, so that you basically have uh, matches that you go in either one v one or up to five v five or whatnot, and and go in and and run matches for actual uh, cri like cryptocurrency. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, they've reached the top 10 of mutable marketplace sales on their, they've got a few collections, um, and on different chains, but main, their main ones on immutable and, um, it's been doing like 400 K or something or 300 K every seven days, which is in the top 10 now. Um, and that's been pretty consistent recently. So yeah, there's lots of activity on the, on the NFTs for it as well, but they've reached at least version 2.0 of their beta, which is expanded the game hugely like uh, just is saying so i think you'll see momentum and people are saying it's a big disappointment but that's just because beta one wasn't really that much of a game it was simple you know it was the one the map it was one you know the, the graphics weren't great and they've really polished everything now released is it to is it out yet does the 2.0 um actually yeah i think i think the officially like they repolished um the a couple of the maps and everything and and redesigned some of the stuff um some of the physics they fixed and everything as well um and um i think some of the disappointment might have been um around the gamestop nft marketplace type stuff where there was kind of some some pandering to the gamestop community um about some of their their characters eva and nate 
Um, they they used uh, the GameStop uh, logos and everything, which they paid to do. Um, yeah, which, which, uh, which, what's that? Wasn't it like they named G America and all that? I heard yeah, so, so some people, some people were kind of alluding to that uh, tinfoil hat type stuff. Um, yeah, trying to trying to say that that GameStop had a lot more uh, in, involvement in in the game, and I, I think that some of their Discord admins may have allowed that tinfoily type stuff to ha go on a little bit further than they should have, but. Um, nonetheless, they're the only ones that at the time were actually putting out a uh, playable game. Um, so I think they were they were kind of getting the most out of having to pay for for using the the GameStop logo stuff, um, which honestly I, I don't really mind. It might have gone a little too far in, in some areas, but you know, um, like I said, that they they did that, um, but you know. They they actually have something that that is playable that's fun um, you know with there were some bugs early on that were pretty uh, horrific but they they were quick to patch them and things like that and they were um, available on the Elixir launcher as well so it was accessible to a lot of other players that may not have been um, privy to the GameStop marketplace and stuff like that so they've done a really good job of marketing and things of that nature um uh they also did do a mint on on layer one um so they have more exposure to to other areas of of the ethereum uh ecosystem which is good um it, it'll be interesting to see i i'm i'm sure that this free mint's gonna go super quick um and and it's gonna kind of add to some of the hype and momentum going into the to the further release stuff so definitely something to keep an eye on yeah absolutely it's it's i think it's it, it's climbing into the ranks of one of the heavy hitters of immutable i just recently put it into one of my videos because i was looking at it looking at the entire ecosystem and i was like this one's got some potential so man that was some great info i'm, I'm glad you showed up because like you have a ton of info on that so great job on that uh this next one, I'm a little scratching my head this one. I remember when they came out, and I was like, cool, another game publisher. iLogos uh, is going to be building games on Immutable. I haven't seen any announcements from them. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, they're, they're claiming 1.5 billion players made happy. They have a lot of partnerships, it looks like. It looks like they're pretty important, but what does anybody have any intel on what they're doing with Immutable? Some, yeah. some information? Yeah, Rubik's got some good stuff on this one. We interviewed him, didn't we? Was it you, D'Souza, yeah, and I? Um, uh, he's, Logos is a, like a porting company that ports games from one, like some PlayStation to PC or PC to PlayStation, things like that. They've done 496 games at last time that I looked. Oh, wow. And they've got, yeah, so they're, they're huge in terms of this kind of thing, but they also do everything from art, anything you needed to build, like just like a mine loader, kind of like a mine loader. But, you know, their founder is quite um, big on Immutable and he's building Rift Wardens kind of separate to Elogos. It's, it's got other partners, but um, Alexander Goldibin, he's the founder of Elogos and the founder of this game. It's not tied exactly, but I'm sure Elogos has, you know, their devs working on it. Um, Rift Wardens, it's 
Yeah, yeah it's called they're... a it's called my NFT wars. Uh, and he 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 actually said that he regrets having that in the name, but it it is what it is. And he and we we're like, hey, hey, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. So I think that's more the reason that we just try to call it uh, Rift Wardens, which is like the 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 main uh, first release, I think, of of the actual game, right? Yeah, they've got a mint on right now. Um, I, I, got, I logged in as Passport on Atomic Hub to try out Atomic Hub um, Marketplace, and uh, there was a bug, and it charged me twice. Um, and I've got so I've got I bought two NFT boxes, and I was only and I got two, but I paid, was charged for four. That was the twenty second of December. Atomic Hub, you might want to finally respond to me and say, "Hey, we're on this. We're going to give you your money back. That'd be great. Thanks." Yeah, I was gonna mint for that, but then it asked for like my social security and all that stuff, and I was like, "Dude, I'm not gonna KYC for Atomic <laughs> Hub for this." So, nope. <laughs> really? Do it with a, do it with a VPN, mate. I didn't have to do that. Yeah, VPN I think it was because I wanted to use my credit card instead of crypto because I I didn't have any available ETH at the time, and mm. I was like, I I didn't want to go through the steps, so I I was like I. At the at that point, when it asked for my social security, I was like, "Nope, bye." <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Anyway, the um, logos. It's so that the message from the founder is that everything they build from the logos will go on immutable. Um, and they've moved from the stock. They actually went into why they're building on StockX, and I think they've converted them into. Oh, they have. They announced that three weeks after we interviewed, and he adamantly said he's building on StockX. Remember that, D'Souza? No, I'm 100% building on StarCraft. Yeah. I'm not going to take AVM. Three weeks think, later, official, official announcement. I think we might have talked him out of it. <laughs> CK AVM. And I think maybe partly because they can do, he, knew, he would have found out about the gas abstraction that's come out a couple of months later after he announced that. So anyway. Yeah, with, the, with Relayer and, and everything and allowing him to sponsor gas and stuff, yeah. that was yeah. probably a big factor. Yeah. But also, you know, we might have let's just pretend that we influenced it <laughs> okay so moving on back this is taking a lot as we expected this is taking a lot longer than we thought oh, yeah. there's so much to talk about <laughs> on immutable <laughs> we thought we'd be done by now but we're not even halfway um games announced for was only three in may um it was what that actually this is from our quick review there might be more games that we missed but um there's probably possibly is mama guru um dark machines from meta x and wait weedoverse so weedoverse is a, a big social weed um uh metaverse where you build your there actually ties into real weed as well you can get real weed from playing the game so <laughs> it's pretty cool if you're into weed um and then there's um dark machines which we've that was just an announcement then with no no information other than the studio the studio is huge 150 devs from AAA studios like and backed by Square Enix and other big studios um, led by a design guy that we've interviewed in this on this podcast um, later many many months later um, who's an absolute genius and um, yeah so that's an exciting one real exciting game and Mama Guru which I'm going to talk a bit more about later in another part of our pod um, but yeah that was a little bit of a disappointment that one story based yeah. game. That was that was one I was going to bring up uh, later as well. So we'll uh, we'll say, we'll say that for later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone else got anything about those games? Or... Uh, Dark Machine. Yeah, we talked to them. Uh, that game looks like a ton of potential. Uh, the 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 ability to you know merge your merge your mechs into something bigger is like a new kind of concept that you know 
bringing back the old school from from the 80s and you know with, with like voltron all the robots come together that's what it kind of reminds me of i know it's not going to work exactly like that but you can see some of the old school mentality that the the founders have and a decent decent company there with meta x studios i'm looking forward to that yeah Moving on, um, Immutable Checkout was introduced, which was, um, D'Souza and I both uh, did a, a study piece on it, and it, it's, um, it, oh, it's, it's awesome. It's like a DEX, but just a system for payments and for, you can swap on it as well, so it is a DEX, but it's not a fully encompassing DEX, it's just specific to Immutable's needs. I don't think you can swap, you know, every single coin you can from like, GU to gods, it's yet to be known. So maybe we still need other DEXs to be able to do more obscure type things, but it will do all the main things we want to do. Um, payment and uh, there's been another announcement later on in the in the in the um, in the year, but actually in December that will go into more detail about the ch checkout then. Um, but yeah, uh, anyone else wanted to add something on checkout? Yeah, checkout, checkout. Uh, I'll chime in real quick here. Definitely need those DEXs. Uh, I just did that 12 days of IMXmas. And I had I had a little bit of ETH, I had some IMX, I had uh, some GOG, and I would have loved to shift into other tokens to give out instead of just straight up IMX. And it's a, it's yeah. a restriction point. And if they can solve that and get that, it's going to make that platform that much better. Yeah, QuickSwap just did a, a vote um, to to bring you know their Dragonfly uh, QuickSwap quick swap decks over to immutable so hopefully that went well and and they'll they'll agree to do that because that's another thing you know um be able to trade out yeah. some of these tokens without having to swap them to a different layer or anything like that honestly man it would work out of the box with a few front end changes a couple of weeks of work and they'll have it working on immutable why wouldn't they do it it'd be madness not to since it's a ZK EVM equivalent chain, if they've got a quick swap on it, layer one, they can just port that exact code into immutable ZK EVM, change the front end a bit, and then it's working. So, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're already really big on Polygon, so. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what they, they've announced a lot of ZK EVM chains to build on, if you haven't noticed that, um, like actual equivalence to the Polygon CDK, which is immu which immutable kind of is um, CDK, I believe. Um, moving on. So this is the month where Immutable reached 150 games building on Immutable. Um, so that's when you hear people say, oh, 150 games are building on Immutable. They, they're going off this state, this this announcement. Since then, we know there's a lot more. Um, but I already know about on my on my uh, form, there's 130 that we know of. Um, so And that's not including the games that have fallen by the wayside. So, yep, they um, had... 150 games building in development in 14 marketplaces, so a lot more since then. Uh, but it was a good milestone. Moving on, across the ages, number one app in France as well as Australia. I think that was just like the the sign of them starting to to you know to go big and held that number for one in France for 12 weeks straight. So pretty crazy to see a Web3 game start to get that kind of traction. Anyone got any comments on that? Nope. No, not really. It's just. It's yeah. just a lot of trading, um, which is which is is great. I mean, for the ecosystem and everything like that, um, it's it's got a killer, um, you know, ecosystem or not an ecosystem. It has a killer fan base and stuff like that, and it looks like it's going to go for pretty far there. Did they, did they not sell one of the like, largest selling NFTs or something? Yeah, one hundred thirty thousand dollars sale they made on it. Someone bought like some gold pass or something. That's Some crazy. super, super, super fan, yeah. Um, 
you know that's what you the games need to do they need to build for the free-to-play players they need to build for the ones with want to spend hundred dollars and they want to build that the people that have got the whales can benefit that doesn't ruin the game by spending one hundred thirty thousand. no one's ruined games ruined by playing you know by 100 someone spending one hundred thirty thousand dollars. but if you make a game like there's a card in gods unchained that's about a hundred thousand dollars and it if you if you if you come up against it you lose that's it you just lose straight away and it kind of like ruins that game it doesn't ruin the whole game and you can't use it in competitions but you can use it on weekend ranked and people just sit there and farm go i come across it the other day i'm in bloody like tier nine or something out of 14 and or 13 and and some guy with this car that round five he puts out a car that's like just destroys me i can't there's nothing i can do so you know it doesn't happen every, i've had it two or three times since i've played the game so it hasn't ruined the game for me but what my point is you need to design a game that can bring in the money from the big whales and your hundred dollars players or two hundred dollar players and everyone still has fun and that's what cash across the ages is benefiting from they've built that does anyone disagree with that no no i agree yeah definitely yeah preach well, brother preach um, <laughs> i don't do much of that do i no. <laughs> um block laws uh had its started its open beta a lot of us were involved in that game um i haven't played i played it for a little bit and i was a bit disappointed that it's like set things like i thought i could build my own my own city you know and build my own you know you know build my own like design my own city where it's everything's got set plots i just, I just I got a bit disappointed with that to be honest with you um what did everyone else think about block laws and it's open beta i got to interview the ceo a long time ago before i came to gamers galaxy and i was looking into the game a long time ago and my first impression was they're trying to do a bunch all at once and that kind of that kind of gave me a red flag i felt like they were trying to do too much too fast and i i haven't gone back since uh their trailer was nice they got great cinematography great marketing in that aspect but i feel like it's too big and even if even if everything works perfectly and stuff like that for me i don't have the time to invest into that type of style of game where you have to play hours and hours and maintain your farmers and all that it's it's a lot of work in my opinion uh it, it'd probably do it'd probably do rel well on the ronin chain for all the farmers and bots that get over there but uh you know oops sorry uh yeah it's uh they got a lot of good things going they're they're from a web 2 organization uh ceo is a really nice guy a lot of great vision a lot of good team but it seems too big for me yeah, the uh, the the trailer looked awesome for that, but I haven't been able to play it yet. It, it does look like a very exciting game, though, but I haven't been able to jump in on it yet, so I can't yeah. really judge yet if on how well it's going to be. But it does it looks good so far from where I'm looking, where I'm sitting. Yeah, they just tweeted out like a, a new season pass or whatever that they're doing. Yeah. Um, so it, I mean, it, it's a lot to do. Um, I played it for a little while. Um, they did a, a big thing with uh, Michael the Count Bisbing from UFC. Um, which, <laughs> I remember that. You know, like, yeah. So you know, Traitor? like they they're, they're pulling out all the stops for marketing. Um, really wish they'd let their you know, game do a lot of the speaking, um, and and put more into that. I like the artwork that they did for their trailer and stuff. It's probably one of the higher quality, um, you know, uh, 
videos and 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 cut scene type things out there but um still again it's not necessarily my style of game um i played it because i got the the free mint or whatever i got like the few of the villagers or whatever um don't necessarily like the ux of it um you have to like kind of stake your your characters into the game which is fine i've done that before but now i don't see them in my wallet and then i i wanted to pull them out so that i could sell them and i i don't even know how to do that now and i i've like I'm, it's like a waste of my time wasn't that ufc it, fighter the one that went off on them publicly yeah that was deliberate it was like part of this part of the okay that's that, what i was wondering it's kind of like a wwe w thing yep okay that's yeah, what we were wondering but i never heard back if that was the case or not that's hilarious yeah oh, press, <laughs> good press, right? oh, obvious mate it was like okay only people that didn't only people that didn't believe that that was a was a setup was americans sorry mate oh my <laughs> goodness oh my goodness he took a shot at me WWE, mate, you guys have got to to uh, you guys believe that's real? <laughs> I thought it might be fake, but I wasn't sure, and I didn't hear any more about it. So I was, I don't know, I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm just joking, having a snap, mate. No, um, I know. No, they've they've done thirty nine million dollars on their banners, so um, they're, wow, they're 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 doing so well. The, my last thing on them is that they're dual chain polygon mutable, having to remember which hero was where. You can put them in and out and stuff. The, that's when I made a decision that multi-chain games are not for me, and I stopped playing. To be honest with you, so we'll see if they can polish that up with ZK EVM and just go one chain, make it easier. Um, if they do, just go decide to go there. Moving on, um, last one of May, um, PB2 Illuvium's Overworld launched, which was to a mixed re reception. The fanboys loved it, and the people that wanted a game. The saw and you know it's not no crypto integration the whole fun of that's going to be the excitement of catching something that you own and there's none of that yet so it was obvious to me it was not going to be fun until that is brought in so we'll you know what does anyone else say i think about the pb um launch anything um all i gotta re really say is how how pretty everything was um it was first time it looked actually pretty polished um the interactions of you know going out and you could you know collect the alluvials but you couldn't do anything with them that was you know kind of the frustrating part right um so you know obviously a lot more to come from that yeah yeah well that was uh that was me we're mo rolling into june here and games announced in june they had five of them metamorph uh oh my gosh how do you pronounce this oh oh yeah bun game is that right oh yeah Oh, you're bun. Oh, you're bun. Oh, you're bun game. Yeah. Uh, oh, my Lord. You guys are giving me all the heart. Crixivia. <laughs> Crixivia. Overlord. I got that one. Overlord. Got it. And last resort. Uh, I don't really know much about these games. Um, yeah, you're going to have to carry me on this one, the Rubik. I, I don't even remember. I, I remember last resort a little bit. But uh, you, you got anything on this one, Rubik? Yeah. Um, Metamorph looking like it's dead. I uh, no socials and website doesn't work. Discord can't connect to. Um, I'm no longer in the Discord, so I think they've gone under. Oyabun Game is a Japanese Neo Tokyo style collector's game. I'm not too big into it, but it's still building. They're constantly on. On does anyone else know about Oyabun Game? Yeah, I I got I was I got into like their beta um, 
sent some funds over to the, the their in-game or in-app wallet that was kind of obfus- obfuscated from um, your actual like MetaMask or anything like that. Poked around a little bit and pretty much stopped playing after that. Um, it 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 is a niche uh, market type game. I see it why it's big in 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 like Japan and stuff like that, but n- not really my my style. So moved on from it pretty quick. It is a, it more of a collector game. So okay, Krivixia, uh, Krivixia, sorry, is um. Uh, MMORPG building on five chains and their plans. I held a spaces for Yoda Labs for him. Um, sometimes I host, host, host spaces for them over at Yoda Labs. Shout out to Yoda Labs. Um, and I interviewed, it was the hardest interview I've ever done. On It was like trying to get paint, you know, blood from a rock, getting answers out of people. But ultimately, they're going multi chain and not sure how they're going to do it. Um, there's nothing out yet and, um, on Immutable. So. We'll see. Yeah, extremely low poly, low graphics, rent you know, uh, render style. Um, it's it's a wannabe RuneScape, um, and kind of yeah, it's very very low budget. So understandable why they're going multi chain to try to extract as much value out of as of people as they can. Yeah. Okay, and last resort, uh, D'Souza and I also interviewed Matt Battelle from from France um, on this. It's a multiplayer mobile game, you know, last, you know, zombie shooter. Pretty cool little game with crafting, you know, yeah. really good design, really good, great game for um, for blockchain and mobile. What did you think of that yeah. one? And, and this is one of those ones where it's... I can't wait till till more of the games figure out the 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 um how to skirt around Apple's uh draconian rules um for NFT games. So um I know I know like Mavia game and stuff like that they found a way to do that with their currency and stuff like that but uh kind of turn a, a bunch of people off because of how they did that. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, oh, you, that, that was you, huh? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, you know, unfortunately it's like the only way to do it, but I, I right. see this being a, a more, um, more prevalent of, of a maneuver to try to get around it so that people can on Apple can play. Um, definitely is, it's a fun game. Um, zombie survival, you know, with with a team type thing. So definitely has legs, and it's been in the top, um, top games, top popularity games um, on Elixir Gaming as well for several weeks. So yeah. Um, I, 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 I sorry, do you have something to say? In last resort? No, I just, this is the one game out of the bunch that I remember we talked about it briefly on one of our podcasts, and I remember this one uh, catching my interest because of the what, what he uh, D'Souza says with the the, the undead post apocalypse survival. It, that's right up my alley. Those are the kind of games that I like to play. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna after hearing D'Souza talk about it, I'm gonna have to definitely check it out some more. And uh, you said you can play it right now. Yeah, you yep. can. It's on uh, the Elixir Games Launcher too, so oh, you cool. can play it on PC or or on. Uh, I believe you can play it on um, what's it's uh, like the Google Play Store. I'll definitely check that out then. 
What were we going to say, Rubik? You can get it on Google Play Store? Yeah. Did you say? Yes, it's a mobile game. Yeah. Overlord. Let's move on to Overlord. Um, I did skip this one to get to come back this one. These guys, like, have a cult following. It's unbelievable. Have you noticed? Anyone else noticed that? They're creeps. Is there, with a Z on the end, is their main collection. And they've done, like, stupid amounts of trading volume on that collection and FLA1 collection. Um, yeah, I think their floor is like 2.9 ETH or something right now. I have a couple people on Twitter that I'm friends with that have that as their profile. One of the guys, Samezy, he's he's big in IMX stuff too. So I gotta I gotta find out more about this stuff. Yeah, they built. I, I saw I saw their over Overlord like like introductionary website. It was crazy graphics, crazy crazy quality. And I thought, hey, this is, uh, you know, immutable bounds, you know, and then forgot about them about six months later when, until this, when this came out, maybe even longer, this, and all of a sudden they're announced on immutable and I'm like, awesome. Um, but they're building like an, I don't actually even know what they're building, but it's like, I think it's a lot of mini games uh, combined into, uh, a, a, you know, an IP again, like the Eon Rift, Kadro style. Um, not Kadro, Eon Rift style, sorry, where they've got multiple mini games and a bigger world to come. We'll probably should be more prepared on that, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. Like w when we did this, I was like, oh my gosh, because like you guys did a lot of these podcasts earlier in the year, over half the year, and like you guys have really got dialed in with this stuff versus me. So yeah, lots to keep up with. Um, uh, the next one, uh, Play Phoenix Games published uh, publisher raised a hundred and fifty million dollars, hundred and fifty mil. And they're supposed to be publishing games on Immutable. Uh, Alex, uh, or I'm sorry, not Alex. Andrew Soros even said, excited to partner with the Legends. Big things coming soon. And, uh, you know, Rubik put in the notes. It's been radio silence since July 6th. So I went back and checked. You're absolutely right. There has been nothing said. Like, they got all this money. They got a nice endorsement from uh, Andrew Soros. Andrew Soros came along, uh, I believe, Oh, June-ish this year with Immutable, and uh, he was at the, I think he was at the 3XP event, if I'm not mistaken, and, you know, and then nothing. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. I, I would like to know more about it. Uh, has anybody got any insider information on these guys? What what happened? Andrew Soros is an employee of Immutable. Yeah, he's the mm -hmm. main, yeah. Main, main sales guy, so he must have signed them. Um and but like they're big wigs that started a studio a, a publishing studio kind of like the exterio the Hi Hi horizon labs ventures there's these people are saying that chains are going to be the future of publishing and uh, i think it was uh, a couple of people said it to me bryson said it um i think poop said it in from avax and other people have said it and i couldn't disagree more yes chains are going to publish Shit tier titles, yep, and they're going to go to the chain. Those shit tier titles that get hundred, hundred players to a thousand players are going to go to the chains that can market for them. But the big AAA games that are going for millions of players are going to partner with proper publishing studios, like the ones I've said, and it, and potentially these Phoenix, um, the people have got millions of dollars to to advertise, you know, to the right people, um, and that's you know what these guys are aiming for. Maybe they're just going radio silence because it was like, hey, we're coming out. We're going to partner with Immutable. That's the chain we're going to build on. And now they've gone to to partner with the games, you know, building up. Uh, the, and they'll come out with an announcement closer to release. 
Because publisher studios in the traditional world, which these guys come from, don't announce a game three years before they come out or two years before they come out. They, ne they normally start advertising six months to three months before the game comes out to, to start the, the marketing ramp. So yeah, that's what I, I think. They, I personally think they've gone stealth to, to do exactly that. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Immutable was at the three XP event. This is one of many to come throughout the year of events and conventions that they showed up at. You can't knock Immutable. They, they get out there. They, they, they probably are one of the best marketers in the space. I am like 95% sure. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Soros, is it Andrew Soros? Uh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Andrew Soros was at this event that was like his first big introduction to the company working with them. Uh, it's an event. They show up, they talk about the product, they meet people, make contacts. It's what Immutable does. Does anybody want to add to that at all? The Suze was there. Yeah, I, I, oh, you I got a ticket from uh, Spike Reacts or whatever. Um, and so I went there. Um, it was a three-day event. I went one day. Um, it, it was pretty interesting. They had, like, the Play Metalcore stuff there. It was, it was good to see a lot of people playing that. I had already gotten into the beta, so I had it at home, and I just went home and did that <laughs> instead. Nice. Yeah, um, see, see, you need me on this pod so I can keep it real. When I asked the Suze how how that podcast how the event was, he said I, I had a ticket for three days and I went to one. That's that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, <laughs> did hey. I just throw you in the? If you don't like, no, it, I, I, I admitted it. Like I, I had a ticket for three days. I went for one because it was a long drive to L.A. and and I wasn't going to go back again for like half the space that again it's being done in the middle of the bear market and yeah. um. I didn't want to have to deal with Crypto Stash or any of those guys anymore, and I just went <laughs> home. My pet again guys were all over the place, and I didn't play it, and uh, yeah, it just wasn't my jam. But, yeah, three XPs first year. It was never going to be a massive smash hit on the first year. Those things take years to to build up, uh, up reputation, and, and they're going to build. I believe they're going to do another one. So. Now that's a bit out of the bear, and potentially we're in a kind of growth area. Maybe they come out with in, increase the, the the quality of it and the numbers, and then eventually it could replace E3 potentially. Let's see see what happens. Yeah. So uh, up next, Immutable uh, um, has a product suite roadmap. A lot of these have uh, come to fruition. Uh, some of them very soon. They had the uh, passport passport dashboard with activity feed asset management functionality. Uh, the other one that kind of came to fruition, gas-free, uh, gas-free listings. I believe that was tied to the ZK EVMs that they were talking about. That is either here or coming very soon with the release of ZK EVM. Uh, we knew about the global, the global order book, um, checkout relay, all the SDKs for the developer experience. Uh, this is more of the, the tech savvy side of it, but you know, they, they just kind of put out all the different products that they were going to have for the developers to use to make things frictionless and en enhance their ability to get people onto their games. Uh, I know the two tech heads in here are probably itching to, to say things much more eloquently than I just did. Yeah, that's it's just a product suite for the developers. You, you cover it pretty good. Yeah, uh, guys on chain. They launched on the Epic Games uh, store. Uh, th this just 
I think this is so overlooked. Uh, I don't see any other gaming chain that is pushing the boundaries of what this space needs to be on, whether it's Epic Games or Amazon Prime Gaming and or, or making those ties with Ubisoft. Uh, so, yeah, the number one game that Immutable started with, they get it on Epic Games. Some drama came out later. We'll talk about that later as we go. Anybody want to follow up on that? Okay. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, it's 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 no, it's good to it's good to be where gamers are, and and it's that's that's the one good thing. Um, obviously, there's still some backlash that happened from it, but they were able to kind of push around it. So we'll talk about that more later. I just like how they're pushing the envelope, man. I don't see any other. Everybody wants to stay in their silos and focus on the Web three gamers, but Immutable's pushing the envelope for more. They're pushing it. They're they good more. It's good marketing, yeah. like it is. It is good marketing, and it's also it also brings like safety to the environment, like the the whole ecosystem. Because like yeah. having having to download a game from like some untrusted source or just some website or whatever is is just sketchy, and that's where you get like a bunch of malware and things like that. So it, it brings yeah. a streamlined sense of like, hey, if I'm gonna be gaming. If this is where I'm going to play Fortnite, then this is where I can go to play any other game, right? So mm-hmm. it's good for gaming. I just looked over at the clock. We're going on. We're not quite two hours, but we're approaching there. And we're at the halfway point. Wow. That's just what we do here <laughs> at Gamers Galaxy. Yeah. Two hours? Yeah. I don't think so. But anyway, July. Yeah, my, kids will be, my kids will be getting up soon. <laughs> <laughs> In July, eight games announced. Eyeball Pool, Sim Win. Uh, OBS Worldle, gamer. OBS World. Oh, geez, oh, Pete's OBS World. It says I must have printed out. Funny. Yeah, but Galaxy Commanders, Coin Arcade, uh, Fab Welt, Arsenal 2.0, EF Defense, and Space Nation. I am not gonna lie. I don't know anything about these games except for Ibo Pool. It's it's billiards on uh on a gaming platform and they're going to somehow tie into nfts and space nation i got to talk to them i think that was my first podcast with gamers galaxy with rubik and that game is absolutely huge they're going to be tying in uh uh like uh like a video series i think it was i think it was a cartoon series if i'm not mistaken to that they have a lot going on with it i don't think it's like block lords but the amount that they're packing into it reminded me of what Block Lords is trying to do. Uh, Rubik, uh, help me out with these other games that I have no idea about right now. <laughs> so I, Eyeball Pool is made by Web2 developers that have 1 billion downloads on their on their 8-ball game. Mm-hmm. And they're building a whole new engine and it's about to launch in the quarter one. Um, Simwin is a like a fantasy, um, NFL fantasy game platform there's heaps of different angles it's got a new feel yeah. and it's, it's, daily fantasy uh simulator so that one's that one got my interest because it's got all, all sorts of backers from like magic johnson and and all mm-hmm. these other big sports people so that's but an interesting one it's also going to have a live replay in, in 3d of an nfl game as as the fantasy it's huge it's not just like the, yeah it, it, uh, they have it right now actually if you go they? and you yeah i've played it um so if you go to their thing and you play their uh dfs you know daily fantasy series or whatever um you can pick your team 
And then at the time that the game is supposed to be played, you go to the site and you watch them do the actual plays in real time. Oh, wow. Awesome. I didn't know that's out. I thought it was just beta of the small part of it. Is it beta still or is it, or is it, or is it fully out now? Yeah, it's still beta, but it, it they have it all working and stuff. It looks looks pretty interesting. All right, I need to look into that and um, have the guys on. I had, we had them in a, on a podcast once. So we'll have to have them, uh, sorry, on a spaces. Looking to getting them back on to tell us about the game. OBS World is a mobile-based racing game. Now, I've seen a lot of their videos. If their videos are of their game, I haven't looked. I'm not a massive car racing fan, so I don't look into it too much. But their graphics on that that they show are amazing. So I'm not sure if that's a different game. They're just their crews are on it playing for fun or if that's their their game. But it's pretty much a, a, a Porsche fans club. But they've got more than Porsches, but that's their, their owner's a massive Porsche fan. I, I tweeted in, uh, in, their, in their Discord, um, sorry, I posted in their Discord the link to the video of the Tesla Cybertruck towing a Porsche 911 I remember and beating that. it in a, in a quarter, <laughs> in quarter mile and uh, they deleted my message. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like that very much. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sorry, boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Ga- Galaxy Commanders is my, one of my favorite games. It's um, a simple little two, one versus one game where you have like some various rules and you have spaceships and it's five capital ships and they all have couple of ports that bring in new ships that you can choo- uh, choose to drop you know different rates and things like that and it's like a, a strategical game one versus one spaceships and it's very it's fun like power um, defense but with different uh spaceships yeah it's pretty cool um and it's great graphics so i'm hoping that they um, they've announced about three other chains since immutable uh sui aptos and Nia, so we'll see if they're, uh, you know, I've got it confirmed from Immutable, but they are definitely still building on Immutable, so it's like maybe another multi-chain game. That was one of um, my favorite betas that I played all year. Yeah, my, it was my favorite. It was great. Uh, Rift Storm, maybe. Um, Coin Arcade is like a little, like a, like a little mini cat, mobile-based mini games, like hundred, hundreds of mini games where they've got one token that, you know, to, to, that rules the rules the world and they're still building arsenal 2.0 is uh arsenal was the game they released on bnb and fab world they're a big um studio with four or five games and they're building on bnb but they're bringing arsenal 2.0 to immutable zika avm space nation you already interviewed him talked about them they're a space opera they're building five games and mm-hmm. three games sorry three Huge. games and uh their big one that's coming out this year is the mmo space opera that had really successful um play tests and really successful mints and ef defense is a little like total world style game that's uh japanese or korean based so um that's coming to mutable zkvm as well awesome thank you brother appreciate it uh passport uh for google and apple logins officially live i was able to try it with my google account it went smoothless uh, it was fantastic quick like less than a second i think it, it worked it worked that's all that you can say about it is it worked and that's what's needed uh immutable at the webex of asia event uh robbie went on like i wouldn't say a world tour but he went on like an asia tour and he said over half of the major game devs are interested or actually into web3 games right now and there was only one out of everybody who he talked to that was like yeah we're not touching it at all whatsoever uh, Immutable X, their main focus is Asia. Uh, if you don't know, the demographic is if you combine the US and Europe, 
Asia would still be winning in gamers three to one in that ratio. Uh, the the regulatory uh, atmosphere is more friendly towards Web three gaming. Japan has come out there. There, I think it's the prime minister there, the president, or whoever's the leader there came out and said, "Yes, this is the future. We want to encourage this." So Amino said, "Fine, we're going to where the majority of the people are, and we're going to where it's regulatory friendly." And thus the the Asia tour that Robbie went on. Uh, any any thoughts on that at all? Yeah. This was the start of the push for Asia from Immutable this month, I think, when they started vocally yep. saying we're going to focus on Asia and where they you can see the games that they started signing from after this, a lot of Asian, in, uh, um, a lot of Asian, um, you know, developers. And, yeah, specifically Japan. Uh, I, I believe what, I forget which Korea it was. It was one of the Koreas. I can't remember. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's never North Korea, mate. Trust me, it's never North Korea. Yeah, Viet, I think Vietnam was a big one. Hong Kong, uh, you know, th those are like the big players. Obviously, uh, Singapore, Philippines, but yeah, that area over there, they're like, yeah, you got Web three gaming. Hey, how do we get more? And uh, Immutable's like, yeah, we can accommodate you. <laughs> uh, at market support. I believe that's an exchange in the Korean yeah. market. So you know, more liquidity. One. I'm sorry, what? It's the number. It's the number one exchange in Korea. Okay, I don't. I can't use it because I'm in the U.S. and we're not allowed freedoms, even though the U.S. is supposed to be the land of freedom. But we won't get into that. Anyway, um, yeah, up it more more liquidity to be moved around. Good stuff for more, more Asia. Yeah, more Asia. Uh, the royalties drama. I don't even know why this is drama. This is like the stupidest thing in my personal opinion about why there wouldn't be royalties. If people put in the work, they should be compensated. It. If you don't compensate them, they're not going to have the motivation to produce things. And IMX gets that. And they said, yeah, we're supporting royalties. We don't care. Artists need to be paid, period. Anybody have thoughts on that or aside comments? Yeah, um, it, I can't believe that people are arguing against them. Like that's what I can't believe. Like just pure self-serving if I can sell my NFT without having to pay a percentage to a royalty, I'm going to get rich quicker. That's going to be the only thought process for thinking that's good. Like, yeah, it's know, the like pure degen. It's the pure degen play. Do you, you know? Do you, do you understand that if you remove incentives, you your oh my god, just this the greed <laughs> that blinds we, these degens is unbelievable. We also have to remember, like. Um, Immutables, they're trying to cater. They're trying. They're not trying to cater to DGEN, so I don't think they really care what the DGENs think. To a sense, they're they're more for the mainstream people, and the mainstream people aren't. They aren't even going to notice that there's royalties being taken for the creators. They'll probably be like, "Oh, well, that goes. That's standard. That has, you know." Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yep, exactly. But um, there's so, all these uh, arguments from these big players like Exterio and Gabriel Layden. You know that guy that scammed billions of dollars out of people in Gods of Gods uh, of War. That that thing, a so-called called a Web Two game. You know the one with Kate Upton as the advertisement for it. Mm -hmm. You know, and they made oh, these yeah. seventy-two one seven hundred twenty-one C. Um, you know, you know they're trying all the different things when Immutable's just been it's been permission it's been enforced royalties on it from the start and you know we it's a weakness of ethereum and insulata and other chains that that can't enforce it by at the contract level which is i think where it needs to be solved um you know where 
enforcing it at the contract level where it's not possible not to pay royalties is where it needed to be saved. And I think Immutable's, you know, got a unique system that, that can do that. But there's always ways around it, you know, with IT. So I'm not going to say it out loud how to do it, but there's a way around it with Immutable as well. Mm. Uh, but not with the, not the 721C that uh, Gabrielle Layden and Exterio uh, are enforcing. Hmm. Um, yeah, so last what? point in July, uh, the sales ramped up at this point. Uh, this is around July 26th. They are estimating $2.5 in future TTV from milestones of new deals. Signed in 2023 alone, also exceeding targets. Uh, I think this is definitely correlated with the, the big push uh, for Asia. I talked about the ratio of three to one gamers versus the other two uh, countries combined uh, for just pure flat out volume. And yeah, they're going they're going where the money is. It's, it's not rocket science, you know? Yeah, that's since the Polygon partnership, they, you know, the amount of sales they want to big developing games you know sorry well-funded games increased right. when did the trip in asia happen again it was last month right june the what sorry the trip to asia with uh robbie because um around the 17th of april mark you could see the volume really picking up like hmm. yeah but, um... yeah well, that yeah, would be the Polygon on. then. I thought it was because of the Asia uh, campaign, but maybe it was a combination of both, but maybe the Polygon is what spurred it because they, they did that back in uh, March, I think. February or March, we were just talking about it too long ago. And if that, if you're seeing that increase in April, it's probably mostly the Polygon and then, you know, with the the campaign over and rubbing, rubbing shoulders with the big wigs over in, in Asia it probably just added to it so you know good stuff all around big month for july big month for july and august looks pretty big too and uh rubik's gonna take us right into august now before we do i want to i just just checked on the on that on that twitter post that they made and that jonah fake expert that knows nothing about technology whatsoever but acts as if he's an expert um he posted in that thread saying i'm gonna make 2.5 billion in volume after my after i do my content and no one can predict something that hasn't happened yet like insulting immutables like capabilities you know again and then they had him on that podcast and between two layers and infuriated me because he's been a, a another one of those people that are ronin fanboys and, and talks highly of ronin and their crap technology but never speaks positively <laughs> on immutable and then and then he gets interviewed on between two layers which is an immutable focused podcast and they ask about anything and he avoids saying the word immutable the whole time and talks about ronin oh yeah so yeah we've had yeah, lots of conversation that, about this <laughs> right that's probably not related to the actual point but i just thought i'd just i hear you because i, I do you. like i do like to build relationships and friends with people in the community so i thought i'd say that <laughs> um, <laughs> all right august <laughs> Let's move on to August. August. Here, it comes. Here comes August. Um, <laughs> there was nine games announced. Um, so I'm going to go for this quicker. Metatoy's Dragons, Metatoy World, same developer, different games. Little mobile games. One's a Tolan World style games. One's a collectible game. Medieval Empires, it's a MMORTS, kind of like, um, you know, like a Age of Empires, but and mixed with block, light, block Lords. Um, Rune Realm, uh, they're in a bit of financial difficulty, I believe. They've built a um, casino-style gaming thing and hoping to make money from that to continue building their game. It's another Mavia, uh, Heroes of Mavia, Clash of Clans clone that they're building. Um, Fractalians is the one I'm pretty closely aligned with. Uh, they're building a mobile-based ARPG. 
Um, Battle Derby is a mobile-based car battle game, like, uh, you know, pretty cool graphics, AAA builders. New Ganymede is one of your favorites, um, and it's a MMO kind of like, uh, more, not an, an MMO mixed with an ARPG, but in 3D. And uh, Age of Zalmaxis uh, just went through a change of ownership, and I doubt they're going to build an immutable still. And Amiga 99, we found out, was building an immutable that's a, a car racing game. So what did you think about those? I'm going to chime in real quick on the enemy. I, I have some experience with these guys. Uh, to be clear, I am a, a MetaKey holder. I've been in the ecosystem since they started. Uh, these guys are all about networking, which is very similar to what Immutable does. And they just want to keep pumping value into their original NFTs. And that's what spawned Nuganime. They've put a ton of time and resources into Nuganime. This is a, a major game that I'm uh, just really looking forward to to see what they do because they have a history of rewarding their holders and just compiling more and more collabs the same way Immutable does. So I'm interested to see where they go as I can't wait for it to come out. And the other one is, uh, uh, what's the car game you talked about? Oh, my goodness. Battle, Battle Derby. Battle yes. Battle Derby. Battle Derby. Very cool mobile game. Uh, it's easy to pick up, fun to play. I want to see where that one goes to. Yeah, Battle Derby's uh, CEO. I had him on for uh, an AMA on Twitter. He's a really nice guy. He like, uh, teaches blockchain over at Oxford uh, University. He's a lot of connections with like um, a lot of like who is it uh, Apple and he's he's a lot of experience and it, it, it is very a, a very fun game to play. I, I downloaded it for the daughter. She's playing it all the time on my phone. And then another game I like here is Medieval Empires, which I've I've been playing religiously every day. <laughs> it's good, it's it? a slow burn. Med, medieval Empires. Good. It's a slow. It's good, yeah. But you you'd, you have to you have to like this type of game. It's a slow burn. It's like, uh, do you ever play like Clash of Clans on your phone? Yeah, of course. Some, it's, it's sort of like that. You have to build your your settlement. Your your constantly work. They've re recently came out with their me to play, so you have to kill so many invaders to get to to get up on the leaderboard. And I think like the top. Top ten, get some tokens or whatever. I haven't been. Able, I'm not that, not that online. I'm not as active as I could be to to win that. I think you have to be online like twenty four hours a day. But uh, yeah, it's a fun game. Play? What's that? Is it is it free to play? Yeah, it's free to play. Okay, it's free I to play. Well, well, you need to own land. You need to own land. So if you know someone who owns land they can get you in to play okay you know so and then you play go ahead <laughs> so do i know anyone on this panel that <laughs> owns land i can get you in all right i like I those kind of games I, I spent yeah yeah a thousand dollars in three years running a, a clan and clash of clans uh you know that was you know a war war uh like a competition you know those third party competitions yeah. that was the second the mlcw the second tier one which we come close yeah. to winning a couple of times so yeah um, it's a fun game i can see it. it's going to be very addictive like i can't oh. wait to there's not much to do now but i think as time goes on they'll bring in more events like kill kill um death match events you know like and uh 
that can get you more ways to win more tokens and stuff. So it's a it's going to be a fun game. I say it's going to be a very addictive game. So yeah. yeah, I'll get you in. I'll 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 talk awesome. to the guy that got me in. Um, Metatoy Dragons is that another Korea is a Korean builder from Sandbox Games, which is like they've got two hundred fifty million dollars or something in funding. So they're huge and one of the first wins that that were from the the Asia push. Um, and I played it. It's playable right now. Metatoy Dragons. It's like you collect these little dragons, and it's like a five versus five auto battler. Um, yeah, if you're interested in those collector games, it's you know, it's free to play. You can get on and download it. It's not on Immutable yet. It's on Polygon. Ah, uh, sorry, it's not. A, I think it's it's going. It's it's on not on chain yet, but it'll go on to Immutable ZKVM. Uh, moving on, unless someone else has got something to say um, on the games, but uh, Wagme Games. No, launched- no, I got it. Maybe I got everything covered. Okay, cool. Wagme yeah. Games launched on Google Play Store. Sorry, our um, our re- region is uh, being in three different regions of the world. We're getting talking over each other here a bit. Sorry about that uh, to the audience. Um, bit delayed speech. Um, Wagme Games launched on Google Play Store. So it was it's, it's it's closed beta, so you can't just go into the Google Play Store, but you can download it from there once you got a code. Um, we can go into that later. Um, GOG demo, beautiful corner. So that was the the first look at GOG after the redirection in just eight months of coding. Um, what do you think of this one, uh, uh, WT? Uh, looked really good, very addictive, fun to play. I really liked how they incorporated the music. Uh, they cha- they changed up the music to really engage players. That's one thing I noticed. Uh, most people will overlook that, but I thought it was a big part of it. Uh, the UI, UX was definitely improved. Uh, they're going in the right direction, and that's what matters. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That was the first look at the new look. Um, I was surprised that it would be fun. What did you think of it, Desus? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. Um, I played in all of their betas, and it was obviously like the most polished. Um, they had like the endless uh, dungeon that made it pretty interesting to see how how far you could get. Um, it. It was overall a great experience. Um, can't wait for for more. I think the the next beta is going to be for Canada only. Only a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, I uh, we might have an in for some information. I'm working on that. Uh, cool. Um, so beautiful de- corner demo sh- really showed what this direction was the right direction in my opinion, especially considering the ARPG was so boring that they built um, Stepico built so. I was surprised. I enjoyed it. Moving on. Um, Sorrow. Uh, this one I added because it was kind of like, first time I really saw Sorrow speak in public like this. And I just went, he was, he was invited to uh, GamesCon in Cologne through a, a competitor, Saga, um, which is building a really unique uh, blockchain that they invited Bryson and Bryson goes on about him all the time. Spikes now an, an, an advocate for them. I haven't seen them. They've won a there's few games they've said they're building on them but they're not really like they're kind of like just doing a, a little you know like a little uh part of their game or just a little demo build on their on their chain but what their chain is is um they once a day they put all the chain data onto the chain and it's done through an optimistic roll-up but it gets a thousand tps um or unlimited tps from based on it's kind of very unique it's not like anything else but it's not really on chain in my opinion but i've uh, the 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 founders actually engage with me and they're pretty passionate about what they've built um so it'd be interesting to see what what they what they come up with if they can get market traction if they're not too late um 
But they, 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 somehow they believe that they can partner with the big chain. So they had AVAX and Immutable there um, speaking. And what my main point was, Soro just was so good a speaker. It was very articulate, very um, well-spoken. And I just went, ah, I can see that. Because I'm an ex-sales person and I could just see that smart kind of brain working over time and saying the right things. And But just being able to articulate things very well. And in the sales process, you know, that that being able to get things points across real quickly and not like me and waffle on forever, it's really that. <laughs> it's really it's really it's really important. And so I, I was impressed by that. I thought that was worth mentioning. G'day Shiro if you're listening. Yeah. I uh, I want to throw in real quick, I was ninety five percent wrong about Andrew Soro speaking at three XP. I, I knew he spoke somewhere and I thought it was three XP. I was wrong. It was here. This is the one I meant to say, so yeah, I was ninety five percent wrong. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought I thought he's at three XP as well. Yeah, he's been a few places now, but I've only seen him speak once, and that was there. Um, anyone else got anything to say on that? Or we're moving on to the next one. Um, so the testnet ZKVM testnet was uh, announced uh, with one K signups for, from games and ninety thousand transactions and twelve K unique wallets within the first like very short period. Um, so. Yeah, bit of uptake from the start of the. A lot of, I'm sure a lot of people's checking to see what you know, developers having a look at it, see what it's all about. But um, yeah, that was uh, finally. Is that the one, D'Souza? You and I um, like were dying for to, you know, bet, get guessing on when it was going to come out. Yeah, that was the one. And you won the bet, didn't you? You got it like, down did. to two days, two days I, or something. I, <laughs> one I day. Called the, I called the actual day. Did wow. you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was like a, a relief of finally that it's out. Like, even though it's not for the consumer again, it's more for the developer, but it's progress. And we were like, both finally something wasn't, wasn't a pure an announcement. It actually happened. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it, 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 I said it would be out by the 15th or something. And it, on that day, the 15th, they, they actually released it. That's so right. Was... That's right. You said the first half. And but you said it'll be out by the fifteenth, and I said, okay, if it's out before it, you win it. If it's out after it, I win the bet. And it was like it came out on the day of the cutover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I thought you'd say something there, WT, with the pure announcements comment. But no, I didn't get. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna say? I mean, just the, the haters—they're everywhere. That's, that's why they don't talk about immutable unless they want to say something negative. We're talking about you know, Mister Baron, who lives rent-free in your head. And the guy that runs with Raggy and his absorbent <laughs> fees and pamp and damps and yeah, pure announcements. But here we are talking almost three hours into pure announcements of quality. Yeah, that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, um, immutable passport case study came out. Um, that was the you know the the user acquisition benefits from not losing users when they get to the wallet stage was more than double their retention rate, which is amazing. Yes, we're going to add to that. Good numbers. 1.7 million wallets, active wallets was announced in Immutable um, per month. So that's across all games and products and everything. So that's it. I got a number just the other day. It's 1.9 now. So it's grown by 200,000 users on the platform since then. Um, and that's without any games releases. So mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Um, anyone got something to add on that? No. Otherwise, move on. Cross the, cross, oh, that's the Cross the Ages sells the NFT for 130K. We've already spoken about that. Shardbound playtest. This is the sleeper. It was a sleeper game for a while. It's kind of grown recently in the last, since, since after this date. Um, but yeah, this is a. Uh, I really go on. Okay, this game's going to be so much fun when I yeah. played the playtest. 
Yep. Um, definitely in one of the uh, top tiers of the mutable platform. Across the ages, Sharbound, they're up there. Probably probably in the top top five, I got to say. Something like that. Yeah, it's in my, in my out of 200 games, 150 games I had on a list. I've ranked them for me personally, which will come out with the content later on. Um, it's in the top five mm-hmm. uh, for me. And uh, moving on, uh, GamesCon, just the bus was super cool. The the, vi- the visuals of it, the aesthetics of it, uh, you know, just the, the memorability of it. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The five games that were being tested there, just really a set of, you know, set of, you know, immutable marketing coming through. Infinite Victory, Metalcore were on there. I can't remember who else, but yeah. I'm telling you, immutable networking, marketing, they got locked down. Yeah. Um, cool. Moving on. Um, that 12,000, I don't know why I've got that twice, but we'll move on. Um, the Bornless went number one on the Steam Most Anticipated Games, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that's, that was, there's been a few other games do well, but never number one. So that'll be interesting. They're going to, they're going to come out with a Web 2 game as well as a Web 3 game. So, We'll see how that if when the web two guys find out that it's a web three game as well, wonder wonder if they're uh will, will stay you know you see a lot of games on on Steam that release like Superior, um, there's a couple of other ones that come out that have nothing to do with web three but are on web two and then when they find out they're on web three, the bad reviews come through in droves. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues. I feel like they have a lot of potential bornless. It's just they just haven't hit their stride yet. Uh, I, I like the feel of it. I like the look. Uh, the the kind of uh. Scary theme, but it's still an FPS. I, I like it. The the thing about the the Bornless thing is um, the way they did their beta is like they you, you had to have someone to join a game with. Like you couldn't just go and search in an open lobby. You had to like join an already created game, which made it a, way too limited. Um, so. You, you're basically going to try to find someone in their Discord to, to play with, and it, it became too much of a headache for me. Um, I like that they use Unreal Engine 5 and all that stuff, but um, it it became more of a task to find someone to play with than to actually just get in there and, you know, play a game like you wanted to do. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great point because these games, they got to watch for that, especially in the space. There's limited... There's limited people that are playing. Infinite Victory, uh, the 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 co-CEO talked about that he won't release more advanced game modes because people are just going to be sitting waiting in the lobby and it's going to kill your game if you do that. So you got to set up, you got to set up your games so that you can get into the action quick with which people you have available. I think he called it people liquidity or something like that. Yeah, and, and and the Warwicks did the same thing with uh, Alluvium. They're like, you know, we don't want to release this, uh, you know, auto battler just like this when when we can't play against anyone. And then finally, they're like, okay, fine, we'll do this auto battler in a portion of the Overworld release. And people liked it, right? But even even Kieran was like, I I don't like playing it. I I want to play against someone real. I don't want to play against AI. I want to play against a person that I can know that I just kicked their ass. <laughs> nice. All right. Moving on to the September to remember games announced 11 L Hefe football. That's the football management one. I believe on immutable uh, siege builders, clash of legends, auto legends, riff wardens. You guys talked about that earlier a little bit. Planet pals loose. I believe that's the big one. You and I talked about Rubik. I- I'm a little fuzzy on that one. Yaku corp. 
Dream Quest, Sail Wars, which reminds me a lot of Sea of Thieves on Web 2, if you know what that game is. And World Challenge Game. 11 in September. That's a lot, man. Yeah, Sail yeah. Wars uh, was, was pretty cool. Um, it is a lot like Sea of Thieves. Um, just uh, a little bit more kind of dumbed down at the moment in terms of graphics, but the I think the interactions are a little go a little bit further than even see at these, so pretty cool one. Yeah, um, this one's El Jefe is made by the same um, by Metalcore, the same developers, Studio Three Six Nine, um, Siege Builders. I wonder if they're still building. Uh, they were <laughs> pretty vocal on Twitter and that, and all of a sudden it's gone quiet. So hmm. they're also building like a like a competitor to elixir and you know a launch studio around web3 um nfts and stuff like that i think it's called game spot or something game something um auto legends is a triple a graphics wise i'm not sure about the team that building it is in terms of graphics really high quality graphics like gran turismo level graphics it looks awesome you know car collection update your car like get in there be a mechanic all that kind of stuff like real metaverse style car game Riff Wardens, um, this is the um, a logos game. We already knew about it, but it was officially announced here. Um, that's the my NFT was. Uh, Planet Pals is a Cardano game called Reign of Titans. They've rebranded re and they caught, keep, they announced Immutable and then now they keep talking about Cardano. So interesting to see what they're doing there. Um, are they trying to garner support from immutables player base to get i don't know we'll see if they come out in middle as well multi-chain lusa is like a triple a graphics shooter um i'm pretty excited by it it's it's um open was this world, a sleeper like, or a big one i remember you talking to me about this one um it's it's under the radar about their big big dgens um style marketing kind of angles they all on, on tokens but it's like a destiny style mmo um first person shooter there's more to it i can't remember now off the top of my head should have done there's so many games research to bring up oh, yeah. this information yaku corp's building on solana but they're big on they love passport they've done a whole big tweet on passport and and i've a couple of people have called out it's a solana game and i've gone into tweets and said no it's also an immutable game and they've liked that comment and and they follow <laughs> me so i'm pretty sure they're building on on immutable as well as solana um so we'll see what happens there um, just the tools on the Solana aren't there for gaming. They don't they don't have the immutable level support of for games developers. There's a few other like Star Atlas has built a SDK for Unreal Engine, which is everyone, they let everyone use. Which is is that how how much energy has gone into that? Where Immutable is building one specifically for gaming, ongoing, constantly getting updated. And, you know, so you're going to see more and more, you know who would you rather someone that's dedicated to building an a sdk for unreal engine on you know or someone that's built it for their game and you you're allowed to use it you know what which one's better um dream quest is like a like an adventure game on mobile um that's pretty cool so what you talked about world challenge games is a board game it looks like it's got a real actual physical game um so it looks pretty cool and they're all they're exclusive in middle and coming out this year awesome that's cool yeah uh, we got more uh, Asia conventions, Asia shows. Uh, Robbie and team, people from the Mutable team showing up in uh, Korea Blockchain Week. 
Token 24, Sing uh, Singapore. That was a pretty big one. I know uh, uh, Dark Machine was there for sure. We talked to them about that. Tokyo Game Show. It's it's the 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 campaign of Immutable to secure contacts and networks in Asia. Uh, God's Unchained Sealed Mode. I don't know a ton about God's Unchained, but I, I it, from what I could tell, Sealed Mode, it's a, it's a mode that focuses on deck building with limited resources and being able to play no matter what limitations your deck might have. So maybe that caters to people that are kind of new to the game, or do I got that wrong? Um, it, it is kind of, I mean, it's for basically any, anyone that wants to play. Um, there's basically a, a minimum buy-in you, you spend like, I think it's 10 gods and, and you get, um, certain number of cards that you build a deck from. Um, I grew up playing Magic the Gathering, so this is like a style we'd play where, you know, you you go to the card shop and they open up a box. You get a certain number of packs that you get to build a deck from. Um, it It's fun because in this, it doesn't matter which god you're playing with. You can play any, you know, any of the gods. Um, doesn't matter. And uh, you try to build, like, the best synergy um, and win as many games as possible out of, I, I believe, it's seven matches. If you win all seven, you get a higher um, quality prize. Um, I think 0.01% of the the prizes uh, is like a new um, uh, play map, you know, play map type style, and, and it's super rare. So a bunch of really cool prizes that you can win uh, from that play mode. Gotcha. Yes, I'd say, it's, I'd say it's the opposite. It's more for professional experienced players. It brought a lot of old Gods and Chain players back to the... I think it was 1,600 new players came back to play because of Seal Mode. Um, and that's before mobile, which releases this month in January. So it's going Finally. to be... Yeah, that's going to be the, the... I think we'll see numbers back in the 50,000, 60,000 daily players once that mobile comes out. You'll see... Yeah, once they get something that's mobile, because like, uh, you know... You have you have like Hearthstone and stuff like that that people are are dedicated players. They make you know thousands and thousands of dollars a year just dedicated to streaming that game. And and now those types of players will will be able to come over and, and play Gods and Chain, and you'll see a huge resurgence of, of people playing that game. Yeah, my one was his best man at his wedding, so he's probably my best friend. Um, and and. Um, sorry, I was the best man at his wedding, and he he is a Hearthstone player. Tw quotes tweets every day about it, and he's just said to me, "I'll play it when it's on mobile." So I've got now he and he wouldn't do it, even though he's got Neo tokens and a MetaMask wallet. He just doesn't understand it, and um, he, he's uh, he bought into Neo, and he's a bit of a gambler type of character. He loves um, Hearthstone so much, and he loves, um, but he won't play Skyweaver, even though it's his favorite web three game because it's just even though it's on mobile because it's just too much arsing around with wallets and stuff now it's passport i've got him to play wag me he's playing wag me every day and he says once and i said to him you can play uh gods on mobile on on a you know we can get it onto a mobile for you through a browser he said no i can't be but i don't want to do that so um he just wants to show, tell me when it's out on mobile i'll play it so he's waiting to play gods unchained on mobile once it releases there's one player web two player so, yeah, long-winded way of saying I've got a mate that will play it once it's on mobile. 
<laughs> Sorry, boys. Carry no, on. Fine. No, that's fine. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Metatoy Dragons Beta. This definitely uh, somewhere over in Asia. It's a Metatoy Dragon Z. No, Metatoy Dragon Z P2E. No. No? Sorry, I thought you said Dragon Z, like ba ba Dragon Z, Dragon Ball Z, whatever it is. Though. I thought you were going to say that. No, it's no, that, it's, it's that same. Yeah. Metatoy sorry. Dragon Z. Do I get it wrong? No, nah, man. Sorry. You're okay. Right. <laughs> I thought it... cut, cut, cut me out. Cut this out. <laughs> no, okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's based on general generative pixel art. We see lots of these style of games in the Web3 space. They seem to be very popular. I don't know a lot about this one. Uh, you know, it's got, you know, 23,000 followers. Uh, you know, it's, it's a pixel game. It looks like it's kind of got like an open world aspect to it, maybe. You know, so yeah, it's a, it, it's got a big following in Korea, um, Korean style, you know, pixel game. Um, they, they finally released their beta and stuff. So they, I think it's kind of like almost like a side scroller style, uh, uh, look to it and look and feel to it. So yeah. collect different dragons and stuff like that. Are you, are you talking about Metatoy World? Because Metatoy World is, have I got them around the wrong way? Metatoy World is the one the way you run around and, and that's the like side scroller one. Toy Dragons is the same company, but yeah, different thing where that, that you're collecting dragons, right? Ah, I thought it's like a 5v5 thing. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think that was pixelated. Well, the home base isn't. Um, maybe it is a bit pixelated, but the side scroller is the pixelated one. I thought. Anyway, maybe I'm mixing um, parts of both of them together. Think, <laughs> you think you, if you create two different games, you just give it two different names, wouldn't you? So, yeah. we, gotta, we, we have a hard enough time keeping with all these games, and then they're making them close, which is making it even harder. I mean, come on, guys, work with us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry passport, that. passport user acquisition. This was, uh, they, they kicked it out to 7,000 players that were given the passport and they used the traditional email for wallet conversions. And the players were twice more than likely to convert with the passport. Um, just, just some raw numbers on passport acquisition. Uh, we, we know what passport is, but this is just, uh, what was happening in September. No doubling up on data. They really like this fact, and we've so, so, pushed it out in August and in September in different tweets. So, right, yeah. And then uh, moving on to October, uh, games announced only nine this month instead of eleven. Still a lot. One tap. We talked to them uh, from Corey World. It's the FPS with pets involved. Very very cool concept. Uh, John was an absolute uh, gem on our our podcast. Tides of Fate. That's not the same one. I. I think I'm confusing this one with someone else. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Avalon, I've heard about that. Dormant, that is the sleep to earn game, if you want to call it that. They've some way tokenized sleeping. Uh, I actually know somebody that advises on that product there. Uh, Nick from GOG, if you know who that is. The Last Monarchy, the Fiches, that is a quirky fiche game. Uh, I, I remember talking about that one, but it's eluding me right now. Space Mavericks, Data 2073. Magaland. Yeah, okay. That's the nine. That's the nine we got right there. Tides of was Fate. That, was that the one that, that we talked that's to? A, that's a, no, that's Gods and Chains uh, expansion. Yeah, Did we include expansion that? for Gods and Chains. That's what it is. Okay. I, I remember seeing it. I was like, why do I remember this? Mm. Um, so one tap was already announced when you were about it, uh, mm -hmm. but it's 
was officially announced. And Tides of Fate's not really a game, so it's really only seven, isn't it? Avalon's that um, multi-chain from Wax. Um, yeah, you've covered it. Lost Monarchy's uh, MMORTS. Uh, they've got their closed beta, 50 players are playing it right now. The Feshers is a Vive, uh, Vive uh, you know, the collector's game. It's a, it's a game part of Vive through the Vive universe where you collect fish and have they've got a whole world going to be built out of this from this like actual PvP style game as well. Um, mm -hmm. Space Space Mavericks is a mix of of worms and 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 a strategical game as well, like a, on the map, you know, pro progressing further down the line. Um, date of 2073, Brazilian developers is a TCG, but also 3D worlds or something. I don't know. I should look into it more, but it's coming soon and it looks really cool. Really unique graphics. You know, the first person shooter style games we're seeing coming out across all chains seem like copies of each other, where this was really unique look on, on, a, on a TCG, um, very unique uh, take on it. So it'd be interesting to follow that one. Mergaland's that financial literacy app that's... Um, you know, it's alive now as well. Right. I remember that one. Okay. Mm. All right. Immutable was voted uh, number one startup two years in a row. I believe that was the Australian LinkedIn uh, award, if I'm not mistaken. We talked about that in our podcast not too long ago. Yep. Uh, it's an award. Hey, we'll take it. You know, this is the most prestigious award. Maybe not, but we'll take it. An award is an award. Uh, first Immutable Hero Spotlight was our very own Rubik. I think that's very well deserved. The amount of content that you put out, it's very well uh articulated it's very concise it's very informative and uh you know you're doing so many different things yeah that's a that was a no-brainer choice by immutable uh pat aggress to you pat yourself on the back if you don't know who rubik yeah. is that's the guy that i talk to all the time <laughs> yeah thank congratulations you. man yeah uh, they haven't done another one since have they um i think two others the... i think i've seen have two they? others at least one i've seen awesome. at least one other if not two yeah well I was wondering if it was, it was an underwhelming response, so they didn't do it again. I thought maybe I, I don't know how I didn't catch it if they did do another one. But yeah, thank you to Immutable for too much blowback. Me. Too much blowback. How they let this asshole get it? <laughs> yeah, all the ruling guys are pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you to Immutable for giving me that honor of being. All the Ronin Maxis got all crazy, and they started botting the, the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, next announcement. This was absolutely huge. Nobody else talked about it except for uh, us and Carly. The AWS partnership. It wasn't just we're using AWS servers. This is well beyond this. They were actually getting game leads for them and then uh, supplying them with the platform for any games that came to Amazon and wanted Web3 services. Huge, huge partnership. I can't express that enough. Uh, any thoughts on that, guys? It Cards and Team utilizes that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So does I, I, Eyeball Pool. Uh, I, I wanted to hear, um, and I'm not sure if you're prepared for this, Desus, but it was part, part of it is Immutable changing their architecture to an event-driven architecture um, to match the um, step functions, in, in um, which is very code-heavy. People that understand code will understand that. Yeah. Um, so so it, it, it actually incentivized uh, people to actually come over and, and use it so they were they were actually giving like uh, like money uh, incentives to to games to come over and use that yeah yeah 100, 100k credits is a huge amount that yeah that's guy. huge 
Yeah. It's 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 a lot that's like your whole development costs of AWS potentially. So you can run all your on-chain sorry, not on-chain, but uh all your um anything that like account services, anything that uses a, a database um costs. A lot of the costs that come with the development is the testing to run those services in AWS. Right. Um, so anytime you're trying to try to like hook in any of these services, like they, they call them hooks, right? And anytime you go to do that, that's development time. And if you have all of that, you know, that money to aid in that, then, you, you know, like the, at least the first year of, of your of service that you're doing that is already covered. Yeah, maybe more, maybe until you get to release. I just want to point yeah, out like possible. I just want to point out, like, I, Avalanche is working with them, too. I don't know what capacity, if it's the same scale as what Immutable is doing. Maybe they are. I mean, they talked about it a little bit. But, like, if, if you if you made this announcement on, like, Ronin Chain or Solana, like, uh, Kagi would have been doing his, his typical blowjob uh, pick for, for about this announcement. And Paul Barron would have probably taken it off his shirt live on air, rubbed his nipples about this over Solana. And But, but Immutable says it, it like, this is like a substantial partnership. It's not just we're using their servers and nobody's talking about it besides us and, you know, between two layers. And it's just, it just blows me away because this is a major announcement, ju not just for Immutable. It's it's a major announcement for the Web3 space. We want these partnerships into the mainstream and they're, they're breaking that barrier down and people are just like, ho-hum, you're not making my token go up. So screw you. And it just, yeah. And that's the up. thing. I think. I think that I think the majority of the the DGENY people and things like that and and just regular laymen don't understand what it means. Right. Um, and and that's part of the thing. Like, unless you're a developer um, that understands what these services are and what they actually provide, it's it's hard to understand. And I think some people that don't understand it fully think that it's centralizing. Uh, the the actual blockchain but it's not it's actually it's it's allowing for you to to make these calls to services and things that are fr on the blockchain that and it's it has to do with the underneath the hood of the game itself not necessarily blockchain portion or the nft portion of your of your game at all amen brother yeah amen the only the only the only games that won't be excited by this are fully on chain games ones that are 100% on chain that they you know they there's a very small niche people that think that that's the future it doesn't make sense it's it's yeah those games will be niche and fun and I might try one one day but it's not the future of web3 gaming there's a mix of blockchain and back end services that you need and it, sometimes it makes sense to be on the blockchain and most of the time it makes sense to be on on a back end service so the competitors are are um Google and Azure, which is Microsoft. Yeah, and Azure. This, yeah, yeah. This this Google GCP, I think it's called um, Google Cloud Player, something. Um, and but it's more than that with Immutable. It was actual AWS building specific tools. So, for example, right now you can go to AWS and say, "I want an S3 bucket to store my stuff." Yeah. You don't build that S3 bucket. AWS builds that bucket so that you can just push one line of code and use that S3 bucket. AWS has built, is building event-driven architecture services that games will be able to, to use services that are built for blockchain games. 
yeah That's otherwise uh, otherwise you're stuck building yeah exactly otherwise you're stuck stuck building your own kubernetes clusters and nodes to do all this shit and then having to build the services in to to handle it with this it's all plug and play yep yeah aws amazon is building the tools so that you don't have to therefore your cost to deliver are less again another reason why 250 games have chosen immutable that people don't do not understand how big this is it is huge and then also which we haven't mentioned is that the aws team sales team when they're building when they're giving intros to the immutable team to say hey these guys are the premium site to build on come and build your game on blockchain through immutable that's they're just incentivized. win 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 win, win, win. they are they are that's incentivized huge. to bring games to them that's, so what do you think they're going to do marketing. they're going to get paid to bring games to them so more games for yeah. immutable huge announcement uh, i think that maybe maybe that's why um what's his name who was uh the solutions engineer left immutable he's like these aws guys are t- just taking my job <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know that <laughs> <laughs> is that uh steve green steve yeah, <laughs> yeah. my job yes. just got taken away oh no yeah, oh. What, cue the site bar clap they took our germs <laughs> <laughs> they took my germ. all right so anyway. i think we nailed the aws partnership uh wag me tower defense first mobile game title with passport wag me has just been kicking ass lately i don't know if you guys have been watching their nfts are selling for ridiculous money uh probably if not if not top five in Immutable's platform, they're definitely in the top 10. I, I don't know where to rank them at. I'll be interested to see Rubik's rankings here soon. Uh, any thoughts on that being then the, the first uh, with Passport? We talked about it already. Um, oh. Susan and I had a few meetings, um, sorry, in previous podcasts. Oh, okay. We talked about it. <laughs> um, you know, how I had tried to get their social login to work and on my part and it followed their a4 spreadsheet on how to do it and it just it failed for some reason i was like i can't be bothered next thing you know they're announced passport the next thing you know it's actually released now and i just sent send them a discord message saying hey i've got this problem how do i get my passport to work they said just tell me your login email address bang two minutes later i had all my nfts in my new passport account yes i was reset to zero rank and had to start again but it, it, all my nfts were there and i and i've been able to sell nfts on the marketplace with ease without ha- logging on the same login to wag me as token trove so easy it's game over nice uh next up planet quest i forgot about these guys i i got like free nfts from them like two years ago or something like that i i completely forgot about it i'm looking through these bullet points i was like oh yeah planet quest i don't know what they're doing anymore they had a cool little storyline for you to follow in their discord and be a part of their community i don't know it's another space game has anybody got any good information on these guys yeah i don't i don't really know anymore i i did some voice uh voice acting stuff for their their one of their characters actually uh early on um, they've been dragging this this storyline on for a very long time, um, looking for some actual gameplay updates. Um, haven't seen anything in, in that regard for quite some time. Um, still have high hopes for it. I, I own one of the planets and a couple other things from them. Um, just Didn't hopefully they, do like- they, they start putting some more uh, updates out about the game itself. Didn't they do like sixty or seventy million dollars in sales? It's yeah, it's crazy how much they did. Plus, and they and they're still trading a bunch of stuff too. So I, I mean, 
there's a lot of residual from that from royalties and things of that nature as well so i played their very first game and it was pretty average to be honest with you like it was like this character running backwards on a top-down 2d style thing and i couldn't beat it i played for a couple of hours and you know that's enough for me but it was like pre-alpha not where nowhere near what it was it was very sandboxy and i and they were like this isn't indicative of any of the future gameplay and so i was like okay i'll let it go and and kind of moved on and really all i keep seeing is you know the story update story update story update and um i'd rather people into it yeah a lot of people i mean i'm I'm sure there are it's just not it's not my thing i'm not here for manga it was right. in the top first five games announced on Immutable, so they've been around a long time, building yeah. for a long time. They have. To see what they come out with. Again. I forgot about them. I was I like, did. "Oh yeah, that's right, these guys." <laughs> yeah. The outpost. I want. I didn't play it. Did anyone play the outpost update? Or was that just the shooting thing again? Nope. Okay. No, I don't. Probably... <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no, no, no idea. Yeah. Right. One Sorry, tap. Coming a bit oh. lacking information there. Yeah. Yeah. One tap. Uh, we talked to them recently. It's a it's an FPS. They've got pets involved, where the pets give you buffs on the side. Each pet has their own individual buffs. They're gonna have like two thousand pets uh, over the course of the game. Each pet does a little bit different something, and the pets are limited. So if you want to get them, you gotta get them quick. Otherwise, you're gonna be out of luck with those pets. Uh, we got to talk to John. Very cool guy. He's been in the space for a while. Had some kind words to say about Immutable X. He's been on like twelve cool. different chains. 12 different chains, and he was like, nah, IMX is the one to be with. So that was good to hear from him. And, uh, yeah, Rubik's, Rubik's loading up on their NFTs. They're super cheap right now, like 30 cents or something like that, aren't they, to grab those? No. Nah. A bit more than that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, you can get you can get a 40, 30, 40 cent egg, but you can't get all three for the same price. The one that's the, like, being sold, like, is the the least for sale like the least amount for sale is like usually two or three dollars so you can get like a pet for four or five dollars if you get lucky and wait you might get lucky and get one for a dollar or two but the pets are worth ten dollars each so that's not bad yeah i I got the panther or whatever um and i i think like the that squid or whatever is like the most uh rare or whatever It, it does i saw it in game it like blinds your your opponents for a certain amount of time it's pretty op but um, yeah. Cool. Very cool. Uh, Asia focus. <laughs> they ramp. were actually a completely different. Actually, in a side note, they were a completely different game to start off with. There, there was something called Corby, Corby World, and it was kind of like a Pokemon style game. And then like it got z- barely any traction, and then they they went into this. Uh, oh. I was wondering what happened no. with that. Cor- Corby World. Yeah, Corby World is the parent company. They're like Core Gaming, um, and they're actually still building that. They're building three games, but this is this is the one that folk like. I think to I think they announced that they like stopped it though because like Corby World, like yeah, because like they had a beta of Corby World, which I started playing, and then like is that Solana? Few weeks, no, it, on on Immutable. Really. Yeah, because I started playing it or I downloaded it and everything, and then like a few weeks after that, they announced that they had stopped it. But anytime I, um, since I was like already in it, they said, "Hey, you can join as a as a like ambassador program to, uh, to be in uh, OneTap, right?" So and and then 
so I played that and I was like, okay, this is pretty fun. And then they integrated the pets from Corby World to uh, to One Tap. Mm. Oh well, because that's where that. the eggs came from. Was part of Corby World. When you look it up on Token Trove, it used to be it used to be under Corby World. That's what I thought. For the eggs. That's what I thought. I was confused mm. when they were talking about One Tap. When we were talking, about it. I was like, man, I thought this was a different game. And I was yeah, confused, but they changed it up they like, changed the category and they changed the name of the game to one tap. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Makes sense. All right. Good good information, man. Good information. Uh the Aga the uh, Asia focus ramp up continues. Uh they see a substantial social increase. It just reminds me of like uh, if you know who the Brady Bunch is from uh, us US idiots, uh Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I just changed it to for Robbie. Asia, Asia, Asia. And yeah. <laughs> That's what the focus is. Asia. Let's get it. Let's get those gamers. There's a lot of them out there. Um, any 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 thoughts on the social increase? Anybody? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be much bigger too with the the full release of ZK EVM with the full release of Passport um, and mobile gaming because mobile gaming is huge in Asia. Um, it's just everywhere. Everyone's doing it. Um, you know. It, it's it's incredible. I was just over there in China and stuff like that. They're even in China. They're they're playing mobile games like crazy. Um, so th- I think that's uh, an untapped territory to be able to uh, get some some new players. Yeah. So like, like, about- even the- Sorry, Rubik. Now you get it. Like even like um, I think mobile mobile gaming like the uh the revenue it brings in is huge with microtransactions it's massive so i think it's, it's going to be huge for immutable with going into asia for these these uh with these mobile mobile games it's just a big market that hasn't really been tapped into yet you know yeah and china is has a law against creating blockchains so you would see a lot harder challenges for blockchains to win chinese games because they would they're very territorial and stay on their own kind of ecosystems so it's very smart for immutable focus on china which they have you'll see a fair few games coming up in the next six months as well built on built in china based nation they 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 use vpns like crazy over there so it's like they all know how to get around it it's as well it's like an unspoken thing so (laughs) i mean it it, it, it's like but I yeah. mean, the actual the actual blockchain games developers are built. They're allowed to build the games on the blockchain, but they're not allowed to build on a Chinese blockchain because they're banned now. So that's why you're right. seeing a lot of the Chinese games built on Immutable and other chains because that which traditionally Chinese build on Chinese things. You know, they they stick to their they're very territorial. They stick to their own brands, and that's why you're seeing a lot of opportunity with Chinese market games built out of China. Awesome. Awesome information, guys. We are rolling into the third hour. Gamer Galaxy, it's a galaxy of huge information, so we just got to keep going here. Uh, Partnerships with Emerge, or I'm sorry, partnership with Emerge Singapore-based MarTech. I have no idea what this is about. You guys are going to have to help me on this one. So it's again focused on the Asian thing that Emerge is a Singapore-based marketing technology company. So to get reach to gamers in the Asian market. So this is a partnership with Emerge that Immutables signed. So a lot of criticisms from, like you said, from Undead Blocks and a couple, another company um, that hasn't actually put anything on MPL has said, I've seen them say that, they, that this marketing thing that Immutable talked about hasn't come to fruition like they promised. Well, this is 
you know, this is part of what they're promising, what these games will have access to. It didn't happen straight away, but it's starting to happen now. Now it's ready. Now the tech's ready. So, you know, you might see a lot more happier customers yeah. going forward, uh, you know, after this comes live and, you know, they start to use these different... You've seen a lot more after this announcement as well. Just some growing pains. With marketing companies, you know, they just didn't do it too early. They didn't blow their load on a, on a multi-million dollar partnership for one game that's got one game loop. You know, right? It's um, or a game that hasn't actually done any releases on Immutable yet, and complaining about Immutable's marketing sort of things. Uh, hello, if you <laughs> want to have the access to some services, how about you build some certain things on those services? Right. No, I agree. I agree with that. Very good points. Very good points. Uh, GOG family and friends playtest. Uh, yeah, we we talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, the game was addictive. Uh, Desus talked about the the endless dungeon, which was a nice twist. Uh, I was actually playing that wrong, and I found out like later from Rubik that there was an exploit. I wasn't even using it. I was doing it the hard way. Um, it was fun, man. It was fun to, to compete in that tournament. And you could see from the bare bones, because it was bare bones of what they're doing, the roguelite RPG, of how it could suck you in. And, and the, the one thing that I loved while I was watching hockey, I was playing it and not having to focus on it. While I was at my dentist's office, I snuck in a quick uh, dungeon run. It's it's very quality of life um, compliant, and it's fun to play. So I think it was a success for what it was. They definitely need to build off it. They need more things in it, and we're, we're going to see what happens here, hopefully sometime this year. Yeah, I'm looking at going to Gogs again. Other than I didn't I, my my uh, account stopped working, and I the stats would have been better. I think if the, if there wasn't bugs in the in the logging in process, people would have just got to the point where you know what I had enough fun for now. I'll worry about it later. So the stats they put out were probably lower than what they could have actually had, based on that. There's a bug. Yeah. Moving on. Um, November. Uh, let's power through these last uh, two months. We'll try to. <laughs> There's ten games, so uh, Arcbound, which is really exciting, IRPG game, Galactico Manager, which kind of weird. They're multi-chain, so we'll see if they do actually ever come under Immutable. No, one of those games may have been farming, farming and community. Um, a competitor, El Hefe, I assume. Blade of God X. This one is exciting. Exclusive ZK EVM, uh, big IP, um, ARPG on mobile, AAA graphics, AAA builders, five million gamers. Um, in their community. So it'd be interesting to see if they can put, punch out some quantity content that gets that 5 million um, immutable gamers. Citizen Conflict, it's a B&B game, but they're coming to immutable. Um, not sure if it can be multi-chain or transferring over, but they built an, a, a pretty cool IOP with 15,000 gamers daily um, playing it. Curse Stone is a... Um, I think we talked about them already, did we? No, this is another Brazilian developer. Really cool graphics um, uh, adventure game. Space Falcon, they're multi-chain. They're going all on about Solana all of a sudden. So who knows if they're really coming to Immutable. Rave Racing is a pretty cool arcade-style racing game. It's They're building on Venom. Never heard of them until that day. Uh, so, but yeah, they've also started being a lot more Immutable-focused on their marketing recently. So I believe they are coming to Immutable ZK EVM. Genso Kishi, multi-chain. Um, they're Immutable bait, Polygon... Polygon ZKVM chains. Skiesverse is a Polygon 
Zpos, but they're probably going to build on ZK Evium as well. And Ponchix is a Turkish game. Uh, our friends at Yoda Labs are involved with these guys. We found out about them a long time ago, but they announced it in November. What are your thoughts on the game, guys? Citizen Conflict, man. Let's go. I, I like that game a lot. Yeah. I want them to come to Mutable, stay on it, and thrive on it. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, it looks awesome, Citizen's Conflict. I think that's going to be one of the ones to possibly bring in mass adoption. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking that gamble with that one. I think they will. They're a great-looking game. Sort of reminds me of, like, uh, what is it, Destiny um, and Overwatch? Sort of like a mixture of that. For pretty fun-looking. Yeah. yeah. They've got a lot of people playing the game already on on their and their alpha test or beta test so it'd be interesting to see how, how they can grow you got any comments on those games to what are you what are you looking forward to in those ones yeah um i think i think the most promising of them is definitely citizen citizen conflict uh it's already available from what is it the epic game store or is it yeah you can yeah, get on epic games epic, yeah epic game store um they have done a good job of already running some tournaments. They've already done a good job of patching um, a bunch of uh, bugs and, and quality of life uh, updates and things like that. Um, they've shown that they can make these turnarounds quickly. So it looks like they have a you know sizable dev team working on it as well which is uh, pretty big, especially when it comes to shooters. Uh, people are pretty uh, outspoken about bugs and things like that. So, mm. Interesting. Um, I think Blade of God is the, is the, is the sleeper one here. It's, um, it's an Asian, another Asian, Korean or Japanese mobile game. I really think it's going to be the, one of the chances of a massive hit, to be honest with you. It's already had, it's the third version of their first and second version which grew, which grew player base each one so interesting to see those ones um moving on robbie uh he is was on cnbc for 11 minutes for a pretty cool uh talk you know mainstream kind of angle what did you think of that one you watched that uh wt hashtag ferguson factor there's a reason why these guys are getting everywhere and we know it and uh yeah ferguson factor <laughs> Yeah, um, Alluvium Arena live. That's the uh, PvP on the Battle Arena. Um, it went live. So, what did you guys? What did you? I think you've been playing that a bit for this. Is what? What's your thoughts on that? Um, it is super fun. Um, there's a lot of strategy goes into it. Um, there's a lot more than meets the eye. I think a lot of people think, you know, how can it be very difficult or or uh, different from game to game if you're just placing these characters around you know the chessboard if you will um but there is you can have the exact same team as someone else but um it can be played in so many different ways uh there's a lot of strategy that goes into it and um you know that there's there's still a lot for me to learn but once i got i finally under started to understand like what the different characters did and what you know how to place them and and all that stuff it started to become like really fun um so i started climbing the leaderboard and uh and it yeah it's definitely something that once you once you start to get the hang of it then 
then it becomes a lot more fun. Um, it kind of does have a steep learning curve at first. You get your ass kicked the first few times and then you're like, okay, I got to really start reading into like what these things do. Um, and once you, once you do that, then you're like, ah, I, you get this aha moment or at least I did. And, um, and it's really good. And, and once you see that, like the team puts in a lot of time and effort to, to like balance these things out, there were, there were a few, uh, team builds that were being exploited early on that, you know, were like, okay, this really needs to be nerfed. And, and they listened and, and they got things figured out. So, um, right now there's at, at least like seven teams that you could say are, are kind of like the meta right now, which is pretty good considering, um, you know, you don't want to see it be like one or two teams that are the only ones that you can win with. So yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, I've played a bit of it. Um, you know, I'm going to have to hook up with you, DCS, because you're going to have to teach me. <laughs> I haven't won one yet. I keep getting my ass kicked. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking I might I might do like a streaming session or something, and because I've had a lot of people ask me the same thing, so I think it might be useful to to stream a little bit and have have people be able to like yeah. ask questions live type thing. Definitely. Yeah, when you do nice. that, let me know. Yeah, right, um, I I um watched the Scoriox recent interview with um, Kieran, and Kieran said that it's clear that they need to have a tutorial. That tutorial, like, because you're watching it and you're like, you don't understand why your dudes are winning or losing, even if you do win. So I've won a few games, but I have no idea why, and I'm not getting <laughs> that payoff feeling. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting that payoff. I'm not getting that payoff feeling. Like going, oh, I made this decision, and it had this effect wow, I win, you know, like that's what gamers game for. They want to feel that their decision in these type of games, their decisions won them the game and they can get that aha, that, that, that payoff moment for it. And, and that's, the, that's, the, that's exactly like the aha thing that like, <clears throat> once I started to understand what each one did and where, where I place them matters and, and things like that, that's when I was like, okay, now I understand how I lost that game. And I was like, okay, I feel like an idiot now. Like now I feel like it was my fault that I lost that game instead of me not understanding the game lost me the game, you know? So that's, that's where it kind of kicks in and you realize, okay, this is, this is how I want to play it next time. This is how I would play against this type of build. If I'm playing that, that type of person or, or that type of team. Right. So, um, I used, yeah, I used to do, I used to do Clash of Clans breakdown videos. This is my first YouTube channel I ever did. I, del I had a bit of a hissy fit and deleted every single one. I can't find the files to populate them anymore. But that was what I used to do. I used to watch my team's video uh, attacks and then replay and talk about what they did right and wrong. And they used to love it because they could they will grow and learn what they did wrong. And you'll see them over time start to make those right decisions. And I think that's what Alluvium needs. They need those people to stream and create content about breakdowns of what went right, what went wrong. If I sort I know the rules, but I don't understand everything yet. And so that's why I don't play the game. Cause I really, yeah, so a couple of people to follow for sure. I'm going to shout them out real quick. Uh, Viper for sure. Viper ILV. Um, yeah. also Zeptile. Um, definitely, uh, Jimberino, uh, definitely. Um, there's like phantom ILV as well. Um, uh, and comedian, uh, these guys, these guys are the ones paving the way for for us. S Judd as well from uh, the Xborg organization. 
these guys are are like theory crafters. They'll they'll put together these teams and and theorize a, about nice. like what their their potential you know is or what their downfalls are, and you can use that to to figure out how you want to build your team and stuff like that. These are the guys that I've I've been following to to really like build my skills in that that area. Awesome. Anyway, uh, Luvium, exciting game. Once they get it all put, put together, I'm sure they're going to have success. Uh, moving on, though, one of my favorite games is in, up in the top 10 of coming out is Embersword Ultra Deep. It's uh, the Ultra Deep. Uh, sorry, they had Embersword, but they had the Ultra Deep uh, playtest, which was Peter, the first yeah. raid, raid, raid boss. Um, I only I only had time to play it at my Australian nighttime, which all you Americans are sleeping. So I literally had no one to play with. And I tried, I beat the first boss, I think, or got to the first boss and couldn't beat him because I didn't have anyone to help me. And, I, and I'm garbage at computer games. What did you guys think of that? I, I, actually didn't, even get, I didn't even get a chance to play it. Um, it was only up open for one day, or I think, and uh, two days maybe. And uh, yeah. I, I didn't even get a chance to, to play it at all. Um, I played the previous beta that they had. Um, super fun. But yeah, it's definitely one of those games that's in my my wheelhouse for sure. Um, it's it showed me that it's going to be a great game. That's what I took away from it. Like when I played the other game, the other version of it, it was pretty buggy and it was just like a bit boring, you know, like a bit run around, you know, kill this little thing. Out. But this was like you could see strategy involved in you know using the abilities really mattered, and it's going to be hard. And there's going to be strategy to the game. So, yeah, really excited. for it. Put, put it back into the top 10 for me. Um, showed me that it's going to be a real superstar game. Nice. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm glad I actually have a settlement there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought some more. That's the first time I invested a fair bit of money in a game before it came out in a long time. It was... Um, I bought some four blocks of land and I actually won a piece of land from the, I put my, a gleam, you know, those mutable gleam competitions. I did it and yeah. I've done it. I want, I want to, I want to land. Yes. <laughs> First of all, I won something. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've got six blocks of land now and yeah, looking forward to that game. Uh, it won't be out to 2026. I don't reckon. Um, MMOs take a while. Ubisoft partnership. That was a, a big, wah, 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 wah. Like, Again, like a missed opportunity for Immutable, um, announcing very vague. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, great. Especially if they're building assets and creeds online and it's going to be on Immutable. Yeah, like that would be, but we don't know. And it's, again, Immutable leaving people thinking pure announcements. You know, like it's 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 a missed opportunity. I think they should have announced the Ubisoft partnership when they've got a game to show highlight and it's got six months to come out. Yeah, you know, but probably using it for marketing clout as well when they're going. And by the way, Ubisoft is choosing us, which is a yeah, you know, it's a, damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's one of those things also that like they announced it and then right on the heels of it, Ubisoft dropped their Champions Arena or whatever. Um, like they announced it and then said that they were going to have a mint that had nothing to do with Immutable, which left people people wondering like what when where what like how is this going to work you know so yeah yeah, um, yeah exactly it, it leaves rooms for speculation yeah but we know that the, the immutable robbie said that this partnership's been in the works for a long time the game's been being has been being built for a while and we so, could see we could see just like the polygon everyone was disappointed about the polygon and then you know 
eight to ten months later, we we find out why they made that partnership and what's going to happen. The same thing could happen with Ubisoft here. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you know, they they always say like, you know, the number of well funded games or whatever, and then how many are building in stealth. You know, like there there is something that that Rubik said earlier about these studios and stuff and they don't make these announce they don't make announcements until about six months ahead right and it's like um one of those things that you got to kind of keep in the back of your mind that they made this announcement that nothing really like materialized out of it or nothing tangible that you could you know put your finger on right now but down the road here once zkv evm's out you don't be surprised when they come out and say, aha, here's, you know, here we are. So mm. keep your eyes open. Yep, I agree. 100%. Um, not to go into this too long, but Block Lords, we've talked about it already, but they had that really cool uh, graphic um, cinematic, AAA quality cinematic coming out for their Slay the Bear campaign. I also like their first cinematic. It wasn't as good quality, but with the helmet half smashed off, you know, that... So they're pretty good at that side of it. Um, they're pretty good at marketing old block lords. Let's see if they can build a great game. Moving on. Um, Passport ZKM Deep Deep Dive by uh, Peter Robinson. Was that right? His name? Have I butchered his name? WT? Uh, yeah. High nerd magic Peter stuff. Robinson? Very, very high nerd magic stuff. <laughs> yeah, Peter. It, it's, it was uh, the first real look at you know, um, immutable and passport and deep diving. It was really good from a non-technical point of view, even though Peter's like a real technical guy. Does anyone else have any comments on that before I go into it a bit more? No. No. Just ultimately the benefits of ZK EVM. It showed us, you know, how ZK EVM is going to be used, um, the benefits of it and the benefits of passport and how it, the security, lots of focus on security, talk, you know, every time we hear about Amid, we'll talk about a technology. The first focus is security. When you see a lot of these chains and games choose chains that aren't, aren't that great at security, <laughs> you know, six million, six hundred million, um, you know, and other chains like uh, Arbitrum building, and sorry, optimistic rollups on optimism that doesn't have fraud proofs. So they're not that, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later, sort of thing. Solana, the founder saying, we don't care about security, we only care about throughput and capability of TBL and things like that. So, Immutable is always focused on security, and that's what, and just why I love gaming on, on Immutable. I'm, I know my stuff's safe. I confirmed it. It is. Um, it is Peter Robinson too. Yeah. Uh, moving on, December. Um, this is the last month, and we're only about three hours into our podcast. That was supposed to go for an hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if anyone's still here listening, again, our, our, our normal joke uh, it was five games announced plus one, because there's this rumor. Um, Lumiterra, uh, it's on Arbitrum at the moment, but they look like they announced that they're coming to Immutable ZKVM. One that I really like is X, actually two that I like, X First and Dark Frontiers um, were announced this month. Uh, X First, they are building like a like a UGC style AAA Unreal Engine. There's like different game modes within the game, big metaverse, you know, like real pretty colors. I just I just love the the feel of it. It was a real surprise. I never heard it before. It doesn't look like they've announced a chain before. And they're not, they're releasing soon, so it'd be interesting to see what happens there with them. Um, Bad Mad Robots that used to be called Drunk Robots. Another so these three with similar looking graphics. Uh, sorry, Dark Frontier as well. Uh, Dark Frontier. I'll go into them first. They were uh, like a, you know open world D Destiny style game, Unreal Engine game. Um, they're on B and B at the moment, but they're coming over to Immutable. Uh, Bad Mad Robots had real unique graphics. Uh, they were rebranded from 
drunk robots because of the the troubles they had with advertising and, and legislation and having drunk in their name. Um, <laughs> and Fuse was was a, hasn't been announced by Immutable, but they keep on tagging Immutable, and they we've talked about them on our pod before, and they're another shooter, third person shooter. But then also uh, Storm Warfare, they have not announced Immutable, they have not announced any chain. But they did announce that they are building on a ZK EVM Polygon chain. So it's either OKX's new chain, it's either Astar, which is a Japanese company, or Immutable. But someone said something about Passport once and they kind of like hinted that they're going to be using something like like Passport. So I'm pretty sure those two chains don't have Passport. Um, so that's the is six Dark games. Frontier also on that on that subject. Don't they have something kind of unique or kind of cool too, where like their their entire world is is like destructible too? Like that's Dark Machine. Dark Machine. From, Dark Machine. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. But um, Dark Frontier similar game it looks similar, but it's you, you get different spacesuits to go into different biomes, so you don't have the same space suit to be able to go into all the zones, and so it is this birding one verse one or 10 verse 10 um open world pve um you know with huge one of the largest maps in, ever made in gaming so it's a pretty big budget game interesting yeah um yeah dark machine i think that they that we haven't announced them but this is when they came out this month why you're getting confused is is that they came out this month or last month with actual finally starting marketing and starting yeah the, the footage game. yeah that yeah, they, it looks they, really they, good yeah, they announced it back when we said, but they just said, hey, we're building, we're building this game. We need to tell us anything about the game. And then uh, now they've got actual footage of them destroying the land, which is great. Yeah. Does anyone have anything else to add about the games? Batman yeah, Robots, man. Looks good. Looks, <laughs> I like Batman Robots just for the look and the feel of it from what I could see, but hardly any information to make a very intelligent uh diagnosis of it and they got some questionable things about their token that they released metal but out of all of them i really i don't know i was really drawn to bad mad robots even with the limited information and uh storm warfare that looks very polished i hope they come to the mutable it's another tcg i'm not into tcgs but like their their nfts were pretty sick looking uh, i i liked what i seen from them and their video content makers are are top notch yeah good I, good uh, my personal favorites on that list is x versus dark frontier mm. x versus trailer that came out it was just it sort of blew my, blew my mind it's so clean like yeah oh so, yeah that's that's a, that's that what I like in that list. Robbie, yeah. Robbie seemed uh, thoroughly, uh, you know, happy with X verse as well. So definitely interested to see that. So you can create games, you know, in Unreal Engine five quality graphics that not so not like sandbox where you go and create crappy little Minecraft style graphics. Actual AAA quality graphics game content in side of x first that's what the goal is for them i'm not sure if that's coming out live when they go live soon but that's player generated content is what is like a roblox that's what's so exciting about it yeah so yeah i'm definitely agree with you almost like uh, unreal engine fortnite and instead of like uh creating maps and things like that you have a you know content creator within the game yeah yeah and storm warfare would be great too because they they are like they don't need Ronin to sell their game. They've got 14,000 players on their own with their own marketing without saying, hey, we're building on this chain. So 
you know, well, that's what I think is the future and the big games will win, the ones that are able to market themselves, not not because of the chain they're on. Um, so hopefully they do end up building on a mutable because they, uh, their animations are awesome as well and they've got a huge audience already just for a, just for a play test. Yeah. But yes, yeah, this was a great month to end off with with these five games or four games, especially. Uh, you know, or th Storm Warfare, Exaverse, and Dark Frontier were really good games to end off the year off with. But the rest of the month wasn't empty as well. It had some huge partnerships <laughs> to end the year with. So Merit Circle Beam partnership. Um, what do you guys think of that? Absolutely huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's not much to say about it. It's that they're they're networking collabs, uh, bringing everybody into one circle to push towards that. That Web2 uh, market share, which should be the ultimate goal for every, everybody, but for some reason it's taken uh, the adults in the room immutable to bring people together and push for it. Yeah. One one takeaway is that, like, Soro wrote a post saying that um, Beams come, uh, that Merit Circle's coming over, migrating to ZK EVM app chains. So they're, right now they're building a subnet on AVAX, and he was. Devin Ferreira, the former AVAX marketing manager who left AVAX to go to Immutable and then within six months has left either fired or left Immutable, was criticized that and said that's not what they said. They said it was uh, dual on the two. And then that, then I went back to check it again and to, to, to make sure, see what the outcome was. And it's deleted by the looks of it. So by Soro, which deleted um, the comment from Ferreira as well. So hmm. it'd be and the two angles of both Robbie and uh, I think it was Marco who was talking. Marco was very careful not to say that they're leaving AVAX and that they're that and to commit to building on ZKEVM, like actual games launching. But me, Robbie mentioned dual business development, just like Polygon and Immutable don't compete anymore. This is about so I think that Marco doesn't want to piss off AVAX, but they come into Immutable's app chains and then in the future when that's live they will build on um, Immutable ZK EVM rather than AVAX. But then also the tools to use both and maybe give games the choice in the end. But how does that work with dual, dual BD? So it's quite complicated relationship, to be honest with you. Be interesting to see how it turns out. What do people think about that? Yeah, I mean, really though, I think like the Merit Circle thing is is uh, a gamer gamer driven ecosystem, right? So they want to give the opportunity to the, you know, give the choice to the players, right? Yeah. And I think that as long as the interop and the the ability to go back and forth exists, which I think is bigger than either one sing singularly, right? I think that is is better for the ecosystem in in general, right? Um, being able to build with one or the other or both or whatever it there's a lot more room to to grow there um whereas if you kind of pigeonhole yourself into one direction and it, it doesn't end up being the correct one then you're screwed yeah and also they said actually marco said that he goes we want to we just want to be involved with, with with the games where the games are so that's another highlight that I've, I've got this theory that we end up in a, in a, in a Apple slash Google kind of scenario with web three gaming. There'll be two chains. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, like they are, like I said, it's a gamer gamers ecosystem. There's a bunch of gamers there. 
wherever the gains are is where they're going to go. It doesn't matter. Right. Right. Like it, it doesn't matter where it is. They, they are agnostic in that whole, uh, in, in that, in that view. Right. Yeah. Whoever builds yeah. whatever games, wherever they are, that's where the gamers will go. It doesn't matter. Like, so it is, as long as you have, you're a vessel, like you're just bringing them there. So if if that vessel is is on AVAX or if it's, if it's on Immutable, it shouldn't matter, right? It's just a partnership to garner or or to cater to to the gamers, the actual people, the end user. It's the yeah. same business model it, as Amazon. If you get big enough and you suck all the traffic to you, people are going to go there because that's where you go to shop. It's the same business model. Exactly, and and it, like to see Amazon partner or whatever with uh, uh, Gods and Chain, right? It does. It doesn't mean that like okay, uh, uh, Immutable is doing everything or Gods and Chain is doing everything right or whatever. It's it literally Amazon is just saying, hey, we see a lot of people playing this game. We might as well take a piece of a piece of the pie, and we already have a bunch of of subscribing users that are gamers. So they did the same thing with Mojo Melee, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and, and that's a completely different chain, right? So it doesn't matter to them. They're agnostic. They're just being a vessel to like say, hey, our gamers, we need to reward you for, to, for staying with us. So here's another game. This is how you access it. Here's your stuff. Connect your account. Mm -hmm. Boom. Here's some assets. Yep. Yep. Uh, from, yep. I agree with that 100%. And just the complexity of where the games end up building on Beam, when they build on Beam, is the choice. They are building a ZK EVM app chain. I'm certain of that. And they have got an AVAX subnet. Um, so that announcement, this announcement was about that, what you're coming from, D'Souza. But there's also that complexity that I say that where, when they do, when do they try to build games on their chains? Like, cause it built, like they just announced play, pl forgotten playgrounds game. That's, that'll be on AVAX subnet. When, when will they choose to put it on EVM and how will that will, dynamic will work? will be very interesting to see how it plays yeah, out. That, it, that, yeah, that's goes without saying. It'll be, it'll be a, a kind of an inflection point of when they have to make a decision or either they, or they, they already may be building certain aspects of it on, on, you know, on AVAX right now. And it's just, they realize that shit, it's going to take us longer. So what do they do? They have to do something that keeps these gamers happy that it can kind of bridge the gap. What do you do? You you go and you partner with someone like Immutable that's already got a whole shit ton of stuff building. Yeah. And Sphere, the, the major thing that the Sphere marketplace is going to be on Immutable, like as in it'll cater to both all their chains that they were on, like you'd be able to transact NFTs for their subnet for AVAX as well as Immutable and Immutable ZK EVM as well yeah, as their... Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyone else got anything to add on that? Because that is a big one and uh, we do yeah. spend a bit of time on it, but um, it was definitely worth going into. Um, moving on, Transac. This is a pretty big partnership. Um, 170 countries now, 160 when they announced, it's 170 now countries that can utilize this service of on, on board. But the major, so many factors that they bring to the uh, to the play it's it's about the checkout process it's about purchasing finances decks sort of thing but not the decks the actual tools of actually onboarding and offboarding fiat into the crypto and out of the crypto kind of like what moonpay does now but way more features by the sounds of it what do you guys think of this one 
I think it's huge. Massive. Yeah, so they they were actually built into um what was the other marketplace that announced that they they like were ceasing? Uh Moonpay? Um, Aqua? Aqua? Aqua. Okay, so they were built into Aqua as well and it was one of the only only things that actually made me use Aqua um was that you you could use like Apple Pay, you could use freaking your credit card. It, it didn't matter. It was seamless, and it went straight to yeah. your wallet, all that stuff, right? Because the, that was the only thing that made me use Aqua. Because otherwise, Aqua was hot garbage, okay? <laughs> Their UI sucked, um, mm. and, like, you couldn't... I, I couldn't tell which chain certain games were on at certain times. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it was it was just hot garbage, but I liked that service. So announcing that partnership overall with, with Immutable, agnostic to which marketplace it was on, is huge. Yeah, yep. it, it just goes to show like the Immutable's uh, dedication to, to tap into that uh, mainstream, the mainstream gamers right there. Because like, gamers don't want to come on, come on. They get an NFT, oh, I can make money off this. Like, do I have to set up a fucking wallet to offload this? You can do it through the passport and then this transact partnership, which will help uh, help uh, convert the fiat. Like to a sense, am I right in saying that? It's, that's, yeah, that's it's, way, it's it streamlines everything. It streamlines yeah. everything. You don't have to worry about like what coin and what freaking anything. Like, just I want I I, I want to play this game and this is something I want that's in the game. Let me get it. Like and and especially in a case where there is no DEX to actually trade these tokens, right? So it's like, hey, it's only being sold in, you know, this specific currency. I don't have that currency currently, and I don't have a place to swap the currencies that I have, so how the hell am I going to get it? This is how, right? And and yep. most normie gamers aren't going to know how to do the whole DEX thing anyway when it comes so why even mess with it? So this is like, do something they already know. They already know how to use Apple Pay. They already know how to use all these other things, you know, to use their their credit card or their debit card, right? Just keep mm -hmm. it simple. Like, and then it's just sort of feels like all the the puzzle pieces are falling into place. Like the the gas, the gaslessness, the this transec. You know, it's for the uh, mainstream gamers to come on and just enjoy the games because that's all they should have to do or that's all we, any gamer should have to come on and enjoy the game you know because that's what it's all about at the end of the day yeah that's yeah. spot on mate that this is designed for the normies because of the fiat off and fiat on as well like we always had fiat on with moon pay it wasn't great moon pay but it, was, it got the job done a bit but this transact if it's simpler if it's more smooth and and um, you can take out to your bank account as well, which is what it's claiming it can, you can do. Like that's a, that's a that that that's the end. The normies don't need to look at anything else. They don't even know they're on blockchain. They go on and they go, "Here's an NFT in the game marketplace from within the game because they're SDKs that are middle of building." You go and wag me. They click on the marketplace. You say buy this NFT for two dollars. Then you go into their marketplace and say sell this NFT for five dollars. And you use a credit card to buy it for two and then you sell it for five and then it says you've got five dollars and you hit a button to take it out to your bank account you don't even know you're on a blockchain mate this is what we've been talking about yeah. you know you this is what people don't understand why immutable is going to win they're, they're the first 
for years to have this kind of setup. No one will have anything like this. No here's, one near it. Here's the other piece of it too. Uh, you guys all made excellent points there. Mutable is building a monster. And what they really focus on for themselves, just the Mutable itself, is being a game publisher and a platform to bring mass amounts of volume, collab with all these different network partnerships in one single place. And the things that they don't want to handle or cannot handle, they're going and get getting qualified third parties like Transec to handle it. They don't want to handle the payment processing portion of it. Exactly. They want to focus exactly. on the other things. So they're going to go out and get the studs to handle the pieces that they don't have the time or resources to deal with. And they're creating a monster by doing this. Yeah, exactly. Because it, there's a whole like regulatory like headache of trying to yes. own all the pieces of the pie, right? Yep. So why... And, and then also there's the angle of why reinvent the wheel when there's already a company doing it really well. Amen. Okay, so so there's no reason to, to make it more complicated on themselves or, or for themselves. Right. So just go ahead and, and say, hey, these guys are already doing it well. They have all the, all the hooks in place to make it happen. Let's just go ahead and partner with them. And, and that's another testament to their business development team. You know, Soro and all those guys, you know, going out there and and seeing what works and how they can make it uh better for their customers yeah and then other other games chains can can follow immutable's lead and take these partnerships as well like i think another i think was it animoca brands that took on this trend or was it polygon after this announcement they announced it as well so but that doesn't mean like that if you're doing it that way you're going oh they're doing a good idea let's do that as well it's not like it's Immutable's building it as a jigsaw puzzle, putting the puzzle together, and this part is the part they're doing. They're not going. Anna Monica and and Anna Monica and Yatsu and those guys—they're they're always all over freaking Immutable's jock. They're they're quote unquote <laughs> partners, but I think that like there there's like a little brother, big brother syndrome here <laughs> to, to them, um, because of the way that they totally freaking botched the whole ape coin thing and everything like that. Um, they've done. They've done so much for the ecosystem, but they've done a lot of damage as well at the same time. Mm. Yeah, so they... I think I think that they're still like personally. I I have some animosity animosity towards them um, because like there's all of these like Apecoin um, DAO proposals that just are nonsense that get approved, but then you have really good ones that were going to help like gaming in the ecosystem and everything and they get turned down because why because apes don't read though right <laughs> and and that's the thing they don't fucking read the details in in what's being proposed and there there was um i don't know i could go on about it forever but you know like that's that's like <laughs> no, that's one of those things you know so, well, they got three hours anyway <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, like it's, it's like I said, I, I, I kind of see it as a big brother, little brother relationship. And I think that in reality, uh, Anna Monica is the big brother, but they they get pissed when when Immutable comes out on top. Yeah, and, and I've, I don't have animosity, but I've noticed the it's weird. They're in, like they claim to be like owners, part owners of Immutable because they've invested in them. You see Animoca Brands next to Shima Capital and all the other ones, yeah? Yeah. And they, when, they, when they do their blog posts, they have Immutables that result. 
but show me any single thing they've ever done that's that's their driving that's benefit immutable. Zero, absolutely it's zero. Literally zero. Like every single like that Yatsui thing that just came out two days ago, or that yeah. I commented on and said that you don't know what you're talking about. You know, as if I know more than him. Anyway, um, you look at that, every single talking point he had was all these. There was nothing about immutable. Nothing about the games that they they've invested in that's on immutable. Everything about the games that they've invested in, and the ones that immutable have won, have been they've won it first, and outright. then and outright on their own. And yeah. then Enemoka comes in and invests in them later. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. It's super weird. And especially considering that Enemoka Brands was listed on the Australian Stock Exchange and had a lot to do with Australia in the first place as well. Oh, and they're, they're huge, right? They have a lot to do with like the music industry. They have a lot to do with like the with uh, films and, and things like that. They they have deals with like Eminem and all sorts of stuff. Like yeah. you watch, they're, you watch. they're when, a freaking when, when, juggernaut. Yeah, they delisted from the Australian Stock Exchange and then went to Hong Kong and now they're based in Hong Kong. But you watch, mate. When Immutable wins, you watch it, mate. You watch the... Our partners, Immutable, are the leaders, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to take... They're going to ride the coattails and claim claim credibility when they haven't done anything to help Immutable that I've seen. Maybe yeah, we're wrong. Uh, we don't know everything. The group that, like, brought ApeCoin onto Immutable, like, so that we could do these, these freaking... Um, these ApeCoin DAO, like, proposals... And like help some of these games out with supposed investors that wanted to help gaming, and then like we we put up this proposal right, and then like it was we sent this proposal, and then they voted against it, and we had a space to figure out like hey, some of the big you know major uh, voters that like the lead person that was heading over all the the the, the proposal. We had him on to ask him, hey, how come you didn't think this game was good enough? And and he's going on about like wh wh where he thinks the space is going and all this stuff. And I went up and I raised my hand and I asked him, did you go on and play the game? And he's like, um, no, I didn't. I'm like, so you, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that the, at the very top, there's a link and it goes to a web browser-based game that was 100% playable. You didn't even fucking play the game? <laughs> and everyone was kind of in shock, right, that I actually cursed at this guy. But I was like, you didn't even fucking play it? And he's like, no. I'm like, hold on, hold on, tell me this, tell me this. How are you going to vote no on something that you didn't even fucking play or try to even look into? And like, yeah. I was so pissed at him because like, that's the reality. These guys aren't in it for the games. Like they literally yep. don't read the proposal. And that's where the, the term came from at, at that time. I was like, apes don't read though. Right. Like, because like they're all into ape coin and they're all freaking pissed that the coin was going down and it wasn't doing what they wanted to do, so they were going to vote no on anything that had an outside opinion. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of airtime for a, a subject matter that wasn't in the list. So let's move on. Unless, unless someone's got something else to add to it. No. <laughs> no, no, I think you covered all bases there. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm liking about that is that I don't look. I'm not the the only angry guy on the pod anymore. <laughs> that's no. You know, it's so, it's interesting. Oh, yeah, isn't that great? 
It's interesting. It's an interesting perspective yet. to hear, and it's it's outside of immutable, so I'm enjoying hearing it. So good stuff. No, no, I'm not, I if I was angry at anyone for being angry about something, I'd be a bit of a hypocrite, wouldn't I? So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually loving. I'm actually loving it. <laughs> it makes it makes me angry because I'm passionate about immutable, and I think it was something. Yeah. It was it was one of the very first playable games at the time during the bear market that could have thrived, and they shot it down, right? And that's one of the things that like could have gotten actually a lot of people turned on to Immutable a lot sooner. Instead, we have a game called Viworlds that doesn't exist anymore, and a lot of people put money into, and and there's there's nothing to show for it now because of yeah. these people, right? And that's like the type of stuff we need to avoid going into the future is like decisions that had to do with Monica brands as well that that completely shot something in the leg that was starting to sprint. Hmm. They were amazing developers. Via Worlds were, like Andrew Friday had an amazing team. They yeah. were shipping some quality. Yeah. Like every week, a new thing come out that you think, how are they getting that done in a week? Yeah, they, and like, there, were bugs, and, there were bugs that like we would say something and like an hour and a half later, they were like, hey, are you, you ready to test it? I'm like, wait, you fixed it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That's a via worlds is by worlds. Um, so <laughs> Iris Data uh, is building on Immutable. They're a gov data provenance uh, layer. Um, pretty much about keeping data clean and honest. And you know, as anyone that's got a bit technical background, it, data is key to pretty much code altogether. So it's just another big partnership. Anyone add something to that? We'll move on. That's a good one too. I, I like that. Yeah, um, it, it allows for for easy access and and clean access to the, to the actual actual numbers. So that's a big one. Instead of like making up like um, bot numbers like Ronan, <coughs> Ronan? Yeah, numbers like yeah. connected wallets versus actual users. So that's that's huge. Yeah. Another department that yeah. they don't have time to deal with, so they went out and got the pros to do it. That's just how I looked at it. Yeah. Yep. Um, we graze over this one. We spoke a lot about Guilder Guardians. Yeah. That they're going to Z they announced that they're going to ZK EVM and Passport. We already knew that anyway. So unless yeah. you want to add something, to that, no, no, it, it was expected, and there's no reason for them not to. So yeah. yeah. And then the big one that we all well from D'Souza and I's interview with uh, Stephen Green, we thought this wouldn't come at launch, but the ZK EVM going gasless. Um, so that was huge. One of the biggest things for that closed out the loop of of all the things that they need to succeed was this, I believed, and it's now they've got the complete puzzle filled. They just got to bring it all out and bring it all out cleanly. But gasless gaming is absolutely critical. Again, partly what we've talked about with the the with the things in this in this month already. Gamers, normie gamers, don't need to worry about gas. Thoughts, people? Good. Yep, yeah, okay. A bit of yeah. it earlier. I think it's awesome. Great. Yeah, absolutely huge. It's another puzzle piece, like you said. Started yeah, seamless, right the seamless experience for the the normal gamer, traditional gamer. Here's the other takeaway. You surprised it? Sorry, go ahead. Okay, now you go. No, uh, it puts pressure on the other chains too. We got gasless. What do you got? You know. You know if you if you if you're if you're going out and saying that and your your gaming uh devs are paying it for it and even though it's not that much they're still paying for it you're still not charging your customers fees for transactions and you've got a leg up on everybody 
Yep. And, and what did you think? Were you surprised, Sue, since we spoke to Steve Green and he said maybe the middle of next year we'll get that, right? Remember he said that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I was, I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely surprised to to see it coming like right off the bat. Um, you know the 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 breakdown that you kind of did of of how much or yeah the basically how much they were they realized they were able to cut cut down on the gas prices. I think is what convinced them to say that hey, we're gonna do it from the from the get go. Mm. All right. So the one, the other takeaway from it is the cost to the user being zero, but the cost moving to the builder, but the actual cheapness of that is where it's industry leading. I believe, um, I don't think there'd be anyone that can claim that you could be cheaper to cover gas fees than on immutables, uh, ZK EVM. So we'll, we'll see once that comes out, if, you know, with good design, if people are doing good design and what those costs are and compare it to AVAX subnets that can go gasless, um, or scales gasless models they've got three different models you can choose from uh, miria which is like immutable x clone um not zk even clone the immutable x chain clone but there's no not many others that i've heard of that are gas free than those so we'll see and it's going to um, get cheaper for for developers as well or for for games as well to do this um because the the updates to ethereum itself um with like dang sharding and stuff like that yeah. Um, and blobs and stuff like that. It's it's gonna make it even cheaper for from uh, for L2s uh, as well. So I I say like six six to eight months down the line into twenty twenty four, it it'll be even cheaper. Yeah, for them um, to, to sponsor it. Yeah, for sure. And as they work out the prover technology and and work out and as as Polygon brings down that. That cost to prove will also help the cost, I believe, as well. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, Passport was released. My God, I did not expect that this year. Did anyone else? No. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually got released. Yeah, I, I was um, expecting it to come with the, the release of ZK EVM, so I was surprised that yeah. they just dropped that bomb at the end of the year. Good stuff. Yeah, happy, Good stuff. Happy, happy 2023, everyone. Um, we're going to move on because we all spoke about Passport a lot and we all know how great it is. And when ZKEVM, when more games come out on it, it'll be more exciting. But it's, yeah, already you can see that you know, the beta, the form of it, the ease of use that it brings with Wagme Games for start, starters, Guild, uh, Gods Unchained. When mobile comes very soon this month, it'll be on that as well. Block Leak Golf, when they get the actual cause right on their design <laughs> they uh, screwed up with their design um and the bleacher report through it that was a surprise game so yeah moving on gods unchained re-added to the epic store we already kind of covered this uh that was immutable's work that got the adult only um enabled on epic games for blockchain only so that was a big win again crypto twitter faded the news that it was actually immutable that got that done for the whole entire industry and they were just they just reported on how epic games had back back uh created a new ao for web3 gaming um 100 uh want to chime in real quick there uh they they were quick to jump on and say oh gods Unchained was removed well, in a very quick fashion uh the ferguson factor kicked in got it back on and they were real quiet about it yeah no, they they announced it, but they just didn't say that Immutable was the ones that got it done. Right. Um, 
hit frame network those young fellas those young rich fellas that uh, got, got cash to burn um see immutable as the future of gaming and uh, invested in it they've uh, done a lot of com content does anyone want to add to that or we'll just move on to our final point what was it 200 million they they're going to be putting into web3 i think i think they're putting 200 uh, million to web3 if i'm not mistaken and they've got like a 1.4 billion valuation in their company so good stuff well, high frame yeah. right yeah yeah. I, they, that's a that's a win. Yeah, big win. It shows that they 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 believe they they believe in it. Other people are seeing it, you know. So who who, who do you believe is going to be the winning of game of uh, Web three gaming? The guys that run a one point four billion dollar fund and chose to invest in Immutable, or ten thousand Filipinos from with dying for their <laughs> five S five to go to the moon. I don't know, man. You tell me. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. It's a tough question. Don't, not sure who to believe. Who to know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and finally, which is one of the fun points for me, is the fun is uh, why I do who I am X news is that we, as immutable fans, get to hear about how many games you've you've seen how many games have won throughout twenty twenty three. I'm not sure that's all of them. Um, I was doing a lot of research to find that to put that together for everyone. I hope uh, that was all of them. But if it's not, but to end us the year. 25 games from the 1st to the 22nd of December were won by Immutable. Not one of them were announced yet. So 25 more games wow. to, be, to, to be told. So that's on top of the 80 that we didn't know about already. So there's 105 more games being built on Immutable. I've got a list of 130 that we know of, and there's about 105 more to at least that have, they haven't announced yet. So exciting 2024 to come ahead of us. Yes. Can I can I ask them to slow down a bit so I can catch up on the, the ones that we've got? <laughs> no, so far? I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's it's crazy, cool. man. Yeah. So you do a podcast on Immutable. What's happening on Immutable? If we did a podcast, what's happening on the rest of Web three gaming? It'd probably be a less content. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, any, anyway, um, I think that will end our. Per, uh, our uh, wrap of 2023. Uh, anyone got anything else? The final ad. What was your final thought um, on 2023? Um, uh, did you mention the the Van Eck uh, article? I think I took it out. Which I thought... um, but yeah, maybe you want to add it in. Yeah, so it was. Uh, they they wrote, wrote a bullish article about uh, immutable, and they can see that it's going to be one of the top chains as well. I don't have it in front of me. I just, I just was wondering if you, you'd want to throw it in there. Yeah, no, you can add it in. You've just added it in there, mate. It's um, I, I actually took a fair bit out because we've gone for what three hours. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going on four. Right? We're going on four. Are we? Oh my god, I, I was supposed to work today. I better take and put some leave in. Um, and luckily I've got a flexible workplace uh, that let me do things like that. Um, so, yeah. Any what's your thoughts on 2023, everyone? Like, I want to hear what your overall thought on 2023. What kind of year did they have? Well, you know, wrap it up. Going to go, this is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a wild ride for sure. Um, definitely some ups and downs. Um, all in all, for for Immutable, it's been a huge year. Um, I think it's I think it's the year where we finally started to take our, our training wheels off and, and started to kind of actually ride a little bit faster and, and test the, test the, the waters a little bit, you know, like see where it could really actually go to. 
Um, I think you see that in, in a lot of the announcements and partnerships and collaborations. Um, and also the the projects that decided to build on Immutable. Um, so I think, you know, all in all, it's a win for Immutable. It's a win for the ecosystem and Web3 Gaming. Um, and I think it's, it's really just the beginning. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Wondering? Well, I think, um, yeah, like the uh, DJ said, it has its ups and downs, but with all the partnerships that they've obtained over the past 12 months, and um, it's really a testament to Robbie and his team there, the, the hard work that they've been putting in to make all this possible. Like the, the partnerships that they've come out with are transforming the Web3 landscape as a whole. Like, you don't see many other these uh, gaming chains doing half the work. Well, I don't want to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. They're doing half the work that Robbie and then their passion. You can see in the in the uh, in his interviews, the guy looks drained. He's just he's working. He must be working nonstop trying to trying to execute. And it's he's. It's, I'm happy to be along the ride, and I, and I can't wait for 2024 and see see what's to come in the future. Um, yeah, what do you think, WT? What's your last one? I came into 2023 with the expectations that we just need a good game, a really good game. And as I've watched what Immutable has been doing all year and just really focusing on what their strategy was, it kind of opened up my eyes that while a very good game or a groundbreaking game is very important to have, at this time in the space, it's not the end-all, be-all. And the bigger picture is for the space what networking are you doing and to make it in simple terms the web3 space they get their glass their 16 ounce glass and they want to go up to the to the water cooler in the workplace and get their glass of water and they think that's a win immutable is trying to put in place all these collabs all these partnerships and all these connections to say nah we're not happy with the water cooler in the workplace we want to go to the great lakes above michigan tied to canada and we want access to that water. We're not going to capture all the water at once, but we want access to that water so we can fill up as many glasses if we, as, as we can get. And I think mm. that's their mindset versus the Web3 mindset, which is just like, let's stay in our little silos and be happy with our little pumps and dumps. And uh, if we get a good game, cool. If not, we'll just keep pumping and dumping, whereas Web uh, Immutable has a completely different strategy from everybody else. That's my takeaway from 2023. Everyone yeah, else is yeah, drinking yeah. that Flint, Michigan water. and, and <laughs> <laughs> It was the biggest body of fresh water I could think of. I, they're not hey, going to I, Flint, I, Michigan. I, I really like that point. That's so true. The, you know, the spruiking of your daily active users and, and that being a selling point for you right now. Um, sorry, one game on that's coming 20th on steam is smashing your title right now so you know just we need one top 20 game and it blows yep. that narrative out of the water and i really like that point that you ended on wt i'll make mine a bit shorter um I, 2023 was the year of, of pure announcements 2024 will be the year of those pure announcements becoming the the reason why immutable one check amen. me it amen so that's it. I think we'll wrap it up there for the for this for the show. Thanks for listening for the three four hours that we did it for. If you were here still, um, 
see you all in the next show, which will be a special on our predictions for 2024. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Peace.